1: Of Common Sense and Comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. In a much more direct way, the president critiqued the media. And I want to put up his tweet. He's been on something of a Twitter tear today. And this is one of them The fake news hates me saying that they are the enemy of the people only because they know it's true. I am providing a great service by explaining this to the American people. They purposely cause great division and distrust. They can also cause war. They are very dangerous and sick. Ambassador, what wars have we started? Look, I think the, uh, the issue of press bias has been around...
0: For a long, long time, as a boy, I supported Barry Goldwater in 1964. I
1: thought the press was biased against him. I don't think it's changed much since then. Absolutely agreed. There is press bias. People, you know, people get stories wrong, and, and people are called out for it. And we should be called out if we make a mistake. Cause war, sick, divisive, this is taking it to a completely different level. That is uh, John Wallace,
2: uh, uh, the ambassador, uh, former ambassador, uh, Bolton, John Wallace, Bolton on with um, Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday, talking about the president's tweet where he said uh, about fake news again, and it can cause war. And Chris Wallace seems just a little bit butthurt about that. Defending the media can cause war. Yes, of course, it's biased, but sick, divisive war. Like, the president shouldn't mention that. Like, that's inappropriate or at least inaccurate. I'll give Chris the benefit of the doubt and say he means it's inaccurate. It's sensationalized. Um, really? Time Magazine with a tweet this morning and a story, a headline. Uh, With LeBron James' tweet, President Trump's war on sports hits a new low. I don't so, know any A war, war on, sport. on sports. There's a war on sports because the president criticized LeBron James after LeBron James has been criticizing the president. Both of them media figures. Both of them put themselves out there and have chosen careers and career paths that put them in the spotlight. Yep. And when LeBron James doesn't like the president's politics when he was running campaigning for Hillary and called the president out, and by the way, it said some pretty awful things about him, then suddenly the president has a war on sports. <laughs> Actually, I think that's inaccurate <sighs> time. If you're talking about the LeBron James tweet again, this is their headline with LeBron James tweet. President Trump's war on sports hits a new low. Uh, since you mentioned LeBron James, shouldn't it at least be war on sport? And that's what I'm saying. I don't know any war on sports. I know the war on sport, a sport. Yes. If it's with LeBron James. Yes. Yeah. Wh- who else? Who else he you been at war with? Um, I want to tell you, Major League Baseball. I mean, I guess, is it is it football? football? That's the only one I can think of. Those were based on the same thing. Yes. Yes. The whole reason uh, LeBron James was asked about it was the whole kneeling thing over in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not sports. The president isn't going sports. We need to stop watching, stop giving them your money. Mm -mm. It's not even on sports figures or athletes collectively because of their job as athletes. It's over politics. So, Chris Wallace, butthurt because the president uses the term war. Accurate, inaccurate, irrelevant for the purpose of this discussion. Does that matter? He calls out fake news. I will give him, um, yeah, I'll side with him on that. Calling out fake news. And the reason they don't like it is because they're being exposed. Yes. He calls them out, but you say it's over the top because you're in the media. Suddenly then, oh, Fox is all, uh, well, those people over at CNN aren't so bad. You know, the president's calling them out. They think it's noble or something. No, the president is right about this. And what Fox and Chris Wallace and everybody else in the media and journalism should be doing is drawing the distinction between fake news, inaccurate reporting, biased reporting, people offering opinions and opining when they're supposed to be reporting facts, Yep, and those who don't. It's pretty simple. It is. But they don't see that. So, uh, President Trump then tweeted out about uh, LeBron James and Don Lemon over the weekend, too. Actually, before the Chris Wallace one. Uh, (laughs) And everybody melted down about this one. And, of course, this is racism now. Oh. It's all based on racism. Of course. The president tweeted, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. I don't know who the man ah. is. I guess he's talking Mike Jordan. Mike, uh, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan, yes. I guess yes, that's it. But yes. okay. Um, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television. Oof. Is he wrong? I can't. Uh, is there any. Who's dumber? I mean, that is presented as, you know, smart news journalist and all. Who, who's dumber? Um, I'm serious. I'm, I'm
3: like I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking.
2: Um, I cannot come up with. I'm sure there's somebody that we would go. Oh, maybe that person. But the fact um, that nobody is coming, coming to our mind right yeah. off, just like okay, okay. And then you go, is Don pretty dumb? I don't mean dumb like uh, like the guy you know uh, cannot learn, just ignorant. Yes. Just and dumb, driven by those same couple of left wing ideals, and that is race, racist. Looking for the racist boogeyman around every corner and in every closet. Um, because that's that's how everybody responded. Celebrities then immediately started screaming racism because of that tweet.
3: Yeah, but he said he likes Mike. And last time I checked, if he's Michael Jordan, he's black.
2: Uh. You need some other Mike, probably yeah, he's like this. Yes, I meant Michael Jordan. He yeah. happens to be black. That's yes, right. That That's one. what I meant.
3: <laughs> There's a movie about Mike. And it's about Little Bow Wow. Hey, again, he's black.
2: Uh, of course, everyone said to start screaming racism. And I almost lost my mind because I was going, what is, what is racist about it?
3: Dumb. You called it the dumbest man on television.
2: What does it have to do with race? Uh, is he black? See, this is it. So as soon as, if I say anything positive, negative about somebody who happens to be uh, a person of color, non-white, then it's automatically racist? Yes. What if I say something complimentary? Uh still racist. Is that what it is? Yes. How dare you? So if I just go, even, that, uh, hey, that guy's a good guy.
3: Racist. Why okay. do you have to point out that he's good? We all know that he's good. You don't have to point it out. Is
2: that what it is? Yes. Okay. Um... You remember this whole started because LeBron James said he's trying to divide us.
3: Yes, based in sports. Right,
2: but it went back even during the campaign when he attacked the president a couple times when he was campaigning. Campaign for Hillary. uh, For Hillary. Then last September, he called Trump a bum. Ooh. If President Trump had called LeBron James a bum, they would have said that was based on racism. But yeah, of course, this uh, has to be considered racism now. And nobody can answer why. No. I just saw tweet after tweet, social media posts on Facebook as well, where it was just racism, racism, and everybody keeps asking them, okay, so why is it racist? And they can't answer. The best they can come up with is, well, when this president who has a history, history of a, history, says something like that about these two men of color, that it's automatic racism. Okay. All right. And then that Brian uh, Stetler, Stel- Stetler, Stet, Stet, Brian from CNN, that guy, you know the uh, he's like the only Brian on the TV, the so. chubby white guy who Balls. had issues with Glenn. Yeah, they're kind of
3: reliable sources. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a show called Real- uh, reliable, sources. <laughs> reliable Sources. Reliable sources. <laughs> reliable
2: sources on CNN. I said it. Reliables. <laughs> They're reliable. We don't report them if they're accurate, but they are reliable. That's the reason we never tell you who they are or quote them or reference them. We don't actually use them in the reporting. None of that. Yeah, Neil just pointed out he really is the Costanza of CNN. Look at him. Yes, yes, the Costanza. He put some glasses on him. He is Costanza. Brian Stetler. (laughs) Stelter. Is it Stelter? Stelter. Stelter. (laughs) Stelter.
3: Brian Stelter. Is it the summer of the Stelter?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, playing victim, too, just like uh, Chris Wallace is about uh, wow. violence in the media. Now, I just pointed out how uh, the president tweets something. It's automatically seen as racist. Uh, Time magazine says it's the war on sports. But, of course, the media continues to play the victim. Brian Stelter. I'll take it. Okay. Had a... Uh, A monologue about this very topic and violence targeted at the media. Here we go.
4: said, he's going to shoot me and Don. Attacks on the media are having an effect. Threats against reporters are on the rise. But instead of me just telling you that, I want you to hear it for
2: yourself. Hold it. it, it. (laughs) Attacks on the media are on the rise. I'm assuming he means like physical attacks attacks, because some guy supposedly threatened him and Mm And uh, Don, Don Lemon, because of the whole Don Lemon and LeBron James thing. Uh, attacks are on the rise.
3: Okay.
2: Um, those reliable sources?
3: hmm
2: Hello, Brian? What What are they here? Mm. What, because you have seen them? One has targeted you? You've talked to some people? How, how is that on the rise? Show me your statistics. Show me your reporting. Show me your study, your survey that shows... There were far less a month ago or a year ago or four years ago. Show me. Show me the statistics. He just floats this out there and says it's on the rise. What is that? On the rise today? Mm. You mean we had a little lull yesterday and now it's back on the rise. Is it like the weather? A, I, I a think cold that's cold what fight? it is. Yes. And it's got it's got a tax a high... on the media change. Oh, okay. That's what it is. You're a reporter and you're 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 claiming that the media is being targeted, but you offer no factual proof of this, that it's more now than it has been in the past. Okay, here he is, he continues though.
4: Attacks on the media are having an effect. Threats against reporters are on the rise. Really? But instead of me just telling you that, I want you to hear Ah, it for yourself. Okay, here we go. On Friday, a Colorado C-SPAN said, he's going to shoot me and Don Lemon if he sees us. Now, let me just preface this by saying, I'm not asking for sympathy. I don't think no. I'm in extreme danger. <laughs> Hold it. Flag on the play. Sorry.
2: Sorry. <laughs> Doc, well, he's not
3: asking for th- sympathy. W- what are you doing? He's not. I'm sorry. That's no. a personal foul. Uh, yes. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Technical.
4: Difficult. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Uh, he's not asking for sympathy. <laughs> oh my. You know what? Well, I'll let you hear the rest of this, and you tell you me if he's asking for. I'll let you decide.
4: I'm not asking for sympathy. I don't think I'm in extreme danger. I know some of my colleagues get much worse threats than I do. CNN has a great security team, and we know how to handle this stuff. And this problem is not <laughs> confined to CNN. People at Fox News and other outlets mm-hmm. have to deal with this garbage, too. But these kinds of threats are coming in more often. So take a listen. Here's the phone call. Don, State College, Pennsylvania, supports Here's the, the criticism of the, uh... of the media. Don, you are on the air.
1: C-SPAN call. Good
4: morning. Good morning. Uh, It
1: all all started when Trump got elected. Brian Stelter and Don Lemon from CNN
4: called Trump supporters all racist. They don't even know us. Okay, let me just stop it right there. I've never called all Trump supporters racists. Neither has Don Lemon. Hold it
2: right there. Hold it right there. Have the two of them said... All Trump supporters are racist. Probably not. Probably not. But I'd be pretty sure we can go back there and find yes. where they've said things uh, that insinuate that. Yes. Or say some Trump supporters yes. are. Um, and you would only say that if you're trying to say all. Yes. You're. It's not like they've said. Listen, yeah, of course, some Trump supporters are racist. Some Hillary supporters are racist. Some Obama were. Some George W. Bush. It's not like they said it like that. You know the continue mm-hmm. uh, to fan the flame of racial segregation and claiming racist. Yep. I mean, They claim racism and claim everybody is a racist. Don Lemon did when it came to LeBron James. What did yep. they say? They claimed the president was a racist. Yep. And then when the president has this tweet, what do they say? Racist. racist even though it has nothing to do with it. But of course, he's going to claim that they've never said that. Look, he said nothing like this. He's never even said he's never said Trump's name and race in the same sentence ever. Not even like in a day of each other. It's always been very separate. Yes. Here we go. A little more.
4: Okay, Let me just stop it right there. I've never called all Trump supporters racists. Neither has Don Lemon. So what this guy is about to say is predicated on a lie. I don't even know these Americans out here, and they're calling us racist because we voted for Trump? Come on, give me a break. They started the war. I see him; I'm going to shoot him. Bye. So he says we started a war, so if he sees us, he's going to shoot us. And by
2: the way, let me call a pause, too. And maybe he and Don Lemon have not, but um, other anchors, reporters, personalities, television pundits have actually said that Trump supporters are racist, that you you are a racist if you support Trump because Trump is a racist. Uh, Donnie Douche over at MSNBC said that. He went on a tear just uh, a couple months back where he said pretty much that. I mean, he was passionate. He was laying it out there that no longer is he going to let people hide behind it. If you support Trump, you are a racist because he is a racist. And you know that. And you're supporting a racist. Supporting a racist is the same as being a racist. Therefore, you are. I mean, he went on and on about it. So some have said those things.
3: By the way, Joe Scarborough says Trump supporters and Trump
2: are openly racist. Yep. Right. They have said it. So has Brian said that specifically? I don't know. Has Don Lemon specifically? I don't know. I know some have. But there's another little piece to this, Chris. Let's assume that uh, he never has. And Brian really just, he doesn't understand this. So bizarre. You know, then you are missing something else. These people believe you have said this. And why? Because Donnie douche and other others have. So how come you're not explaining that? How come you're not realizing that half the country believes that you and others in the media are calling them racist simply because they have supported a president and they are not racist. What about these good people out there? You think this guy was serious? The guy who called C-SPAN? Probably not. Yet he was driven to say something like that because of the media. Because you have not done your jobs. A little bit more.
4: So where did the caller get the impression that I called all Trump supporters racist? I don't know, but I do know that the night before on Fox, Sean Hannity played a two-year-old clip of me asking if racial anxiety was a factor in Trump's rise. Obviously, researchers have proven that, yes, racial anxiety and resentment was a factor, but that's not the same as calling all Trump supporters racist.
2: Uh, uh, okay, really? Really? And by the way, maybe you go ahead and cite those studies, because when those studies have come out in the past, we have debunked them here. Yeah. But you're going to cling to one and not even cite it. Not cite it, yeah. And saying, oh, I I question whether or not it was a factor. Did you question whether or not it was a factor when Obama got elected? Hmm. Did you question and say, hey, there's a whole bunch of people that just voted for him because they were their minorities, because they're black and the white people that did just have white guilt? Hmm. Did you say that?
4: And I don't know if the C-SPAN caller watched Hannity. I'm not blaming Hannity. I just thought the timing was odd.
2: Okay. He just thought the timing was odd. In other words, Uh, you're blaming Hannity. Okay.
4: Friday's threatening phone call on C-SPAN is just a tiny illustration of the threats that are out there. Many journalists who cover politics say they are receiving more and more threats nowadays in the Trump era. MSNBC's Katie Turr sounded the alarm earlier this week.
0: I hope you get raped and killed, one person wrote to me just this week. Raped and killed. Not just me, but a couple of my female colleagues as well. And in case you want to argue that this has nothing to do with the president, the most recent note I got ended with MAGA.
2: Oh, well, of course, then then Trump supports it and all people wanted yeah, her that right. Yeah, yeah. That's what that no means. No Obama supporter ever said no. anything horrible or threatened anybody. No. Okay.
4: Of course, there's always been unhinged people in the world, but journalists are concerned now. But as as Brett no, Stevens- no,
2: there's no but. There's no but if there's always been in, in, unhinged people then Obama got some and Trump got some too some of their report uh, supporters are crackpots
4: everybody Of course there's always been unhinged people in the world but journalists are concerned now as as Brett Stevens wrote in The New York Times on Saturday journalists are concerned we are approaching a day when blood on the newsroom floor will be blood on the president's hands
2: Uh I- that's somebody's opinion. Somebody just wrote that. That's not being sensational. You're not ginning Mm -hmm. people up by doing that. You're telling those, you're saying to those very people that you are saying are unhinged, hey, we're going to double down and make you feel even worse. They have a point. There is proof. You have not been uh, unbiased in this stuff. And by the way, remember that newsroom shooting that you tried to make about Trump Mm -hmm. in Maryland and wasn't? Yep. You are actually making things worse Brian let me get a break in back with more in a minute
0: it's not sugarcoated. it's not fluff it's just the truth the morning blaze with Doc Thompson only on the blaze radio network Plays
2: with Doc Thompson. Get some tweets with the hashtag, what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz.
3: Stinky Beast get tweeting out what I learned today. Addendum to rule three.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Never say I've never said.
2: Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, rule three, uh, always come clean. I never said, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a good, that can be a 3A. Uh-huh.
3: Doc's Tiny Sack tweeting now. funny how Brian Stelter and the rest of CNN fan the flames of division and now wonder why the people don't trust them.
2: Right, I know. And then they double down. So you're worried about these people. And instead of saying, wait a minute. Let's listen. Maybe this has gotten out of control. Maybe mm-hmm. we all, ho- hold it, hold it. Everybody just take a deep breath. Hold on a second. Let's think this through. So everybody step back a moment and redo this. No, no. They're going to play the victim and then double down while attacking.
3: Imagine if CNN today at 7 or whatever is their prime time show in the morning just says, you know what, guys? We're stopping this show. And automatically just starts like opening phone calls. We're going to listen to you guys. That's Uncensored right. listening. You tell us. What do we do? CNN will pop to the top.
2: They will automatically, they'll be like, whoa, whoa, it's our time to tell them what to do. Done right from both the left and right. Yes. Exactly. Honestly, people truly want a fair shake in this stuff. Now, some people are uh, biased in their thinking. It's cognitive dissonance where they don't even want to hear and they will blindly defend. Sure. Got it. You're absolutely right. So perception is reality with some of this. However, the media has been biased. And Brian, it shows right there. He didn't cite any source to tell you how violence is on the rise. Katie Tur didn't say, is that her name? Yes. She didn't mention uh, the people that have been called out uh, because they're on the right. What about the women on the right? Politicians, uh, back in the day when... um, What's her name? Sarah uh, from uh, Alaska. Sarah, no, oh, uh, um, Sarah. Sarah Palin. Yeah. When she was threatened mm-hmm. with the same things—rape and murder—we
3: well, don't care about that stuff. Uh, what about fellow, you know, colleague uh, Dana Lash?
2: Oh, right, exactly. How many threats? Yep. Oh, she's never gotten any, of course.
3: Oh, Doc, she reads them mm-hmm. on air, of course, a sponsored segment, which I love. Well done, Dana. Right. But every single day, she her kids were threatened. Right. They came to her house. Yep. She had to move. Yep. Where's Katie? Where's Brian? Because last time I checked, Dan is part
2: of the media. They're not They're not worried about the media. They're not worried about no. uh, certain people, women, minorities. They're worried about themselves and their little fiefdom that they've created where they have power because of their political bias. Get <laughs> the tweets in hashtag what I learned today. The uh, WaxRx system is waiting for you at usewaxrx.com. Please order today if you haven't ordered Used? by now. Use WaxRx. Oh, used? Yeah, not used. Use. They're not selling you one that's already been uh, shoved in someone's ear. It's nothing like that. Are you They're sure? All brand new at okay. Use because they want you to use oh, the WaxRX system. So clever. use WaxRX.com. Go there and order today. It's a three-step system to clean out that earwax from your ear. It uh, cleans out, cleans it out safely, effectively, efficiently, and much cheaper than if you were to go to the doctor because you'd have to pay the. The copay, whatever that is, and yeah. it dings your insurance on the yep. stuff, and you have to take the time. The WaxRX mm-hmm. system, you don't have to do that. Three steps: you put the ear drops in as part of the first step. It softens that uh, ear wax up. Then the specially doctor-designed pump flushes it all out with the perfect amount of pressure. It's enough power to get it out, but not enough that you're blasting your eardrum out or doing damage. It's perfect. And then the pH balance rinse, which leaves your ears soft and supple. It's called WaxRx, and you can get it at usewaxrx.com. But don't forget the promo code radio to have it shipped to your house for free. Larky Farkin
3: saying CNN attempted to gain the public's trust again, and it's one with digging. And
2: digging, just, digging, digging shovel, just shovel, shovel,
3: shovel. DMXEM saying Brian Steller is upset that Jim Acosta is getting all the attention <laughs> gotta get back on
2: top of <laughs> the popular contest yo <laughs> there it is who was, who was ever dmxdm yeah dm i think you nailed it today so while i was blah blah with so many words dm nailed it right there Just less than 140 that's it okay 140 characters he got it so many words for me so many
0: the morning blaze with doc thompson only on the blaze radio network
2: Hi, right, Tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Tops Show at Real Chris Cruz. Yeah. Thank you, DM, for uh, nailing that one and just kind of boiling it all down for us. Kathleen uh, DeBerg
3: saying, so CNN has never said a disparaging word towards whites, conservatives, or people who disagree with them? No. Hashtag liar, liar, pants on
2: fire. I know. I can't. I mean, how do you do that? It's, it's, I, it takes balls to do that, by the way it's two types it's the propagandists who know what they're doing and they're happy to do it because they're um, benefiting from it somehow or you've got uh, some of them who it's cognitive dissidents and they can they can bury it they can explain it away they can justify it well yeah but there's always that yeah but you don't the other guy it's the two wrongs make a right yeah Maybe some are just delusional. I don't know which one Brian is, but it's incredible to hear him say these things.
3: Rocking Robin saying, if Brian was in my college speech class, he would get an F. <clears throat> Failure to provide sources.
2: Right. And he mentioned that several times, how it's on the rise. It's on the rise. Show me.
3: And this is from the guy who has a show that says, reliable sources. And you know what?
2: If Brian was legit on it, if he's serious on it, if he's, if he's at home right now making eggs, <laughs> saying... I just don't understand. I'm trying I'm trying to present the truth, kind of bridge and show. Because he comes in, oh, shucks. that just, Can't we all just, mm, you know. Can't we all just that's get just along. Who he, he's just a nice guy. Okay. That's kind of his shtick, right? This is what he, if that's who he is, then sit down here, Brian. Come on this program and sit down. We'll talk about it. I'll answer the question of why you didn't cite the sources. Do you have them? Show me how it's on the rise. Show me you played Katie Tur. Address the fact that it happened under Obama as well. How it, uh, the Conservative women, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yeah. been targeted with this stuff. What about that? How come you only told that story? So, Brian, if you're legit and you're not a propagandist and you're not outstanding against the right and Trump and everybody else, then sit down on this broadcast and explain. You answer can't. to those charges. They can't, Mm-mm. ergo, they won't. And you
3: can't have it both ways. Seriously, you cannot have it both ways.
2: I'm not gonna let them. They're gonna try. Oh no, the no, they're gonna try. But pass, you can't. You cannot have it both do, ways. But not on this broadcast. No. Sorry. Hey, the European Union has uh, fined Google five billion over an anti-trust abuse uh, of of Android phones.
3: Oh yeah, did you see that?
2: Crazy. I didn't fully understand what's going on with it. They, uh, they ordered Google to put an end to the illegal conduct within 90 days or they're going to face additional charges up to 5% of Alphabet's average daily worldwide revenue. Wow. That is a huge amount of money. Sounds
3: like 5%, but 5% in that big of scheme For Google's is
2: huge. Wow, this is, uh, this is really interesting. Hey, uh, joining us now is George Gilder, author of... Uh, life after Google: The Fall of Big Data and the Rise of Blockchain Economy. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you doing? Doing real well. What is the center or the uh, this lawsuit centered around of the European it's Union? It's r-
1: around the Android operating system that, uh, in design, that Google provides uh, for um, wireless phones for smartphones. It's it's just a raid by the Europeans on a big American company with <laughs> okay. deep pockets, surrounded by a lot of hysterical projections of monopoly power and imperial reach, and and it's it just it, it's just a raw exercise of power by the Europeans. You know, I hadn't thought of,
2: because we've spent quite a bit of time talking about blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, but I hadn't thought of it in terms of being the next step after big data and the information age, almost that it's one or the other, or big data was the predecessor to blockchain. Is that kind of where you're going in the book?
1: Yeah, that's where I'm going. That's, that's, the thesis is that the existing internet architecture is obsolete it doesn't provide security and this and security is absolutely indispensable to any network system if if you can't offer security uh, you um, you don't really have a network and google and other companies try to obviate security by giving everything away free and and that is uh, that doesn't work either and uh, so, so I believe that uh, far from uh, imperial power that's going to dominate the world and exploit uh, new generations, <laughs> Google has uh, reached the, pretty much the end point of its dominance and is going to f- start declining in, in subsequent years.
2: You know, I just as you were saying that I was taking some some joy that made me feel good, and I had to check myself as you're saying it. I was like, "Why do you feel good about that?" Well, You know, yeah. the goo- I, I and don't it's because fe- I don't of their feel their power.
1: Actually, good about it, but I don't feel good either about uh, Silicon Valley's current nervous breakdown. You know, where they uh, suffer millions and millions of of passwords and credit card numbers and security codes and mother's maiden names stolen every month and uh, then turn around and respond to this catastrophe by demanding yet more credit, uh, more passwords, more pins, more uh, uh, demonstrations of who you are. Uh, It's just... uh, it's it's really reached a peak of of absurdity today, and uh, the replacement is the blockchain and this whole new cryptographic foundation of security and uh, distributed um, security, rather than uh, uh, having these data silos where uh, the Google sends out SWAT teams whenever there's a <laughs> raid. So, is
2: Google getting this? Are they going to get on board with blockchain? Or you think
1: they're? Well, they're trying to. Okay. Google actually tried to hire the leading blockchain figure, this twenty-two-year-old Vitalik Buterin, who this genius who started um, Ethereum. the. Mm-hmm. the yeah. The blockchain that's been the foundation of a revitalization of american uh capitalism through uh some twenty billion dollars of money raised in i c o s initial coin offerings first thousands of companies at a time when i p o s that is initial public offerings have almost disappeared they're just rare and only happen for gigantic companies so
2: if um if google starts getting on board with this how does this help people forget google how is blockchain better can you dumb it down kind of in layman's terms for people who don't understand it because it's really difficult to explain
1: Black- blockchain's better because it it uh, combines anonymity. You don't have to give your name every time you go to transact on the internet. At, with uh, attestation, it gives gives you the ability to prove conclusively uh, your behavior and your um, your transactions. so if the IRS. comes after you or prepaharv. Uh, the inside trading nemesis comes after you you can demonstrate what what transactions you've done you're it it it's a, a substantial advance in security architecture security is an architecture it's not a video game as the Google people seem to think so
2: I I know you list some of the laws of crypto uh, of, um, of crypt- crypto I can't even say it. The
1: cryptocosm. Cryptocosm.
2: I can't <laughs> You've get it. Got
1: a t- <laughs> tumble off your tongue. Yeah, how,
2: give us some of the laws of cryptocosm.
1: Well, the 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 first law is that uh security security first. You don't uh uh do security as a post coital condom strategy or uh you know, retro fix after the horses all escaped the barn. (laughs) Uh, the, The law is security first, and the whole Internet was established, understandably, miraculously, well, as a communications and copying system. So everything can be copied, and... And this means that uh, the security was forgotten. And uh, porous, perforated internet, all the money and power can be sucked up to the top to the Googles and Facebooks, who then uh, preen is inventing a whole new human being there uh, uh, based on their machine learning Uh, when they they haven't even solved the basic of their own uh uh, system uh, their own service the book
2: is life after google the fall of big data and the rise of blockchain technology george gilder appreciate you joining us what we'll do is we'll post this all out on facebook so people can check it out okay Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good day, buddy. Thanks so much. I'll post it on Twitter as well. It's
3: really interesting because we said that this technology will change the future. If if Bitcoin or any of these currencies does not work, the blockchain technology will change something.
2: Well, and I've heard so many of the applications, but I hadn't thought of it in terms like he put it, which I think is really interesting, that it is different than big data. I looked at it like they, these things coexist in the world and it's, you know, they're working together. No, really blockchain technology ends up destroying the old ways of just post everything out there and hope for the best. I mean, that's what you're talking about. We've gotten so used to it with social media. For example, you share stuff, you put it out there and then you trust these companies like Google. So he says Google's trying to understand and uh, maybe hire the Ethereum guy away, which Ethereum, though I understand it, my remedial research is that Ethereum and the security of Ethereum is a, is a major jump forward from Bitcoin even. You know, Bitcoin was that introductory kind of got everybody used yeah. to it. And we thought of it as a currency as opposed to everything it is. Because it's more than that. It's also security. It's an entirely different way of thinking. And it's really difficult to understand because most of us are not tech people.
3: Yeah, think about it. And if you're a libertarian, especially libertarian, how good would you feel when you go online and you don't have to give any personal information? hmm <laughs> That's yeah. the life. Right. <laughs> you don't have to give any of your personal information as you purchase around online? Come on, man.
2: No, that's awesome. So, But I hadn't thought about it. As, and and as, when I got that little, like, Little bit of joy from Google would be suffering. It's because I hate how big Google has oh, become. Yeah. He's, they have their and, hands on everything, right? And the control. And then some of the bizarre stories we've heard, a lot of them unsubstantiated, but some of the things they were involved in and where they could end up going—that's not good for the world. When mm. when any of these companies have that much power, yeah, this is the reason you have to have basic antitrust laws. Yep, those things to keep those things from happening. Um, it's funny you have people on the left who who scream. You know, corporate America is a problem, whatever, when most of the time it's not. So then it's the little boy who cried wolf. You know what I mean? And, and I get tired of defending corporations um, and their ability to conduct business and do things the way they want when it becomes Google. Mm-hmm. Right. When you've got some of these companies that are doing horrible things. But then on the other side, you've got uh, the people on the left who don't care if governments get that big. The government can have that level of control, just not corporations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I don't want anybody to have that control over it. Leave me the hell alone. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny that neither side uh, gets that, hey, it's bad if anybody has that much control over you? And the worst, the worst is when they work together. <laughs> when it, when it, when the lines get blurred, yep. So I said, a government agency is bad. You know, it's worse. The quasi government agency. Oh wow. Case in point: Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, all of these, where you get all of the resp- the people end up with all of the responsibility and all of the um, uh, ac- uh, uh, um, expenses. Mm-hmm. We're on the hook for all of that stuff, but none of the accountability. We get all of the problems, none of the benefits of the quasi-government agency. Government agency, you will get some benefits, and you do have some control. It's very limited, but you have some. When it comes to the quasi-ones, nope, because they just go, oh, that's that's not us. That's the private people, and the private people go, where's the government regulating it and accountability? (laughs) What? You get none of it when it comes to that stuff. All right, let me get a break in. We'll come back with more on The Morning Blaze.
0: Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: People triggered over the weekend by a prayer at the Trump rally in Ohio. A prayer? Yeah, the prayer. Why? Uh, Pastor Gary Glick. Did you hear what he said in his prayer? No, I didn't hear what he said. I didn't know people were triggered. my. What did he say? So I saw the headlines just quoting it. Okay. Which means they thought this was a sensational remark. A remark, yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, what do they bother? Most people just mocked it or were confused. And then some, of course, screamed racism. Uh, See, this is from pastor Gary Glick, who praying for the president at the rally said, I pray that and see if you can find the racist part. Got it. I pray that you will protect our president and his family with a shield of faith. Lord, that shield of faith against the fiery darts of the wicked one, Lord, against that jungle journalism that extorts the truth and distorts honesty and integrity every single day. Gets in his face with lies and mistrusts and innuendos. Jungle, jungle journalism. Yep, they're like, uh, what is jungle journalism? Something jungle about journalism. black people, right? And then and then those are like, you use jungle, you mean black journalism and blacks and oh, come on, <laughs> you idiots! And um, I don't know that I would have caught that line. Had I not seen it? The only Had reason I why done, I
3: caught it is because you gave me a warning. Right. Hey,
2: look for what was racist. Right, exactly. They thought, well, I'm
3: sorry, look for what they thought it was racist. Right. Because so that's not
2: racist. Now that it's on the table, though, yeah. and you say, oh, what is jungle journalism marketing? Um, that's actually a pretty good line. It is a pretty good line. Jungle journalism. It it's, is a jungle. It's a jungle. It's um, it's anarchy. It's, yes. there's, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility. It's just, oh, put whatever you want. Isn't that the uh the internet social media yes media slash journalism and um social media those things those lines have been blurred we used to have traditional media yes and then people would uh have opinions whatever and they would segregate those and we got social media yeah i think part of the problem is that we called it social media i think so too had you just called it something else social whatever But the lines between media media and social media, that's the reason when you see a Don Lemon, who's a television anchor, and he's just offering an opinion. So is he a talk show host? Fine. Then call it a talk show. And then say, now, here's the news. Yes. That's the reason talk shows on radio used to and still really still do have news. And then they have the commentators. See this part of it? This is us, blah, blah, and entertaining and offering opinion. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the person at the top of the hour, bottom of the hour, on your terrestrial stations in particular, where they're like, uh, now, from ABC News or whatever, they would offer or from their local newsroom, now from the 700 WLW newsroom, here's Pete Smith, and they offer the news. You notice they don't say in the middle of it, four people were killed in a fire. Wow, and that's tragic. If only they had had smoke detectors and blah, blah. You notice they don't start doing that. So that's the problem. So jungle journalism—it's a pretty good name, and I think that's the right word to describe what is happening today
3: and what's happening, like you said, those blur line of social media. It is a jungle in social media. It, open up a tweet deck and just put, you know, Donald Trump. You will see the amount of traffic that goes in there.
2: No, even better. No, go to any of the news sites uh, uh, Facebook or Twitter accounts. Okay. Because they post a lot of stuff oh, like yes. every couple times um, three, four, five, six times an hour yeah. on the stories they're covering and read what they write. I shared with you Time Magazine. Time Magazine. And they just tweeted that LeBron this James tweet uh, with LeBron James tweet President Trump's war on sports hits a new low. <laughs> okay. Seriously? Yeah. That's jungle journalism. Brian <laughs> Steller, Stellar the Brian guy that we mentioned, yeah. Costanza, Costanza, CNN, um, he didn't cite any sources. No. It's jungle journalism. I start thinking I actually like the term. I do, too. I like the term. But, of course, that's very triggering. Oh, it's racist, Doc. If you want to understand what's going on in the uh, in the White House, you want to understand the president a little bit better, you should listen to uh, uh, um, Spicer, Spices. Spicy?
3: Spicy. Spicy. I put that on my salad.
2: Sean Spicer. I like spicier. (laughs) Have you seen the Twitter account spicier? (laughs) Spicier. Funny. Funny. Hilarious. Sean Spicer's book, The Briefing, Politics, the Press, and the President. Get it on audiobook today if you go to Audible. It's good because it's in his voice. He actually reads his book. And that doesn't happen a lot of times when you have authors, they have somebody else read it, a professional. But what's nice is you know it's actually Sean then. It's not, uh, it was ghostwritten by somebody else. Sean wrote it. He voices it. Just go to audible.com and look for Sean Spicer's The Briefing. He's going to tell you what it was like to make that transition into the White House. You know, he did not have that extensive career in politics or being around public office. So you're going to get a little bit of that. He explains what happens when Scaramucci joined the team. Just bizarre. And I kind of like one part that he. Mentions the president, or I like this about the president, that the president is willing to make changes if things aren't working. Yeah. Now, you don't want to be the guy in the White House who goes off half cocked. You want to be, while in the White House, fully cocked. Yes. Right? Yes. Not half cocked. No. You don't want to do something, a spur of the moment that's going to get you in trouble, Mm. you know, kind of a knee jerk reaction. You don't want to do that. You want to be fully cocked, not half cocked. Yes. But too often in politics, especially at the White House, they do not act quickly enough because of politics. Yeah. A lot of times they'll be like, we got to get rid of that person and that person. Well, you know what? This person will resign in a month and then the other person wait like eight months. And mm-hmm. You know that person isn't uh, in the negotiations. No. They can't. So it's actually hurting our representative republic. It's hurting us because of the politics. I like the fact that Trump is willing when he asked you to say, all right, bring me that guy and get rid of that guy. Yeah.
3: Good. And You're by the way, choice. in this audiobook, Doc, you get to hear when Sean Spicer puts in his I'm quitting resignation letter. He oh, talks really? about that.
2: Because you, you heard
3: that. I heard it. Yes. It's fascinating. And it's also talks about how Sean tries to modernize the communication between the media and the president. How'd that work? Um, uh,
2: just listen. Just listen. to it. It's book. called the briefing by Sean Spicer. Available now at Audible.com.
3: Uh DMX saying I didn't know Ed McConn uh sure knows a lot about blockchain technology. Uh, who? Ed McCon? McCann? M McCone? Who's that? Mahone?
2: Ed McMahon. Is that who he's that talking?
3: is not McMahon?
2: I'm trying that- I'm trying to see. I'm across the room.
3: That is that is not McMahon. What is that?
2: Uh, exactly I don't know is that how you spell Ed McMahon I don't, I don't think know. so
3: Florida Man saying also when did Gary Busey write a book about cryptocurrency
2: because <laughs> he sounds like Gary Busey
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Steve saying the first law of cryptochasm is you don't talk about cryptochasm, crypto-chasm. duh I think that the is morning blaze. blaze sorry we didn't mean to
0: offend you actually yeah we did this is the morning blaze on the blaze radio network
1: Of common sense and comedy, this is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: Amazing! Uh, something amazing happened in Venezuela. Chris uh, forwarded a tweet uh, about it to me over the weekend. Amazing, Chris! It was, it was awe-inspiring. I mean. I assume it was amazing. Okay. Because I don't speak Spanish. Okay. Um, so I don't know for sure. But okay. I know Chris wouldn't afford it to me no. in Spanish if it wasn't amazing. It was amazing, dude. Uh, just an <laughs> absolute. <laughs> so I get this forward, and Chris just <laughs> writes, Wow. And I open it up, and it has a video link, and it says, Encadena Nacional It's all in Spanish. I don't know what it's. <laughs> And I was like, wow, you're right, Chris. Wow, Doc doesn't speak Spanish. So something amazing happened in Venezuela. But uh, really? Chris Did you said, click on the video? I did. Okay, then you don't need to know what's happening on the top. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Because it, it, here's Okay, I didn't even know it was Venezuela until later. The, Does it say Venezuela? The president is wearing the colors across his chest. So I know the colors of every every country. Venezuela, yes, we've been talking. I don't know what the president looks like of Venezuela.
3: No, that's fine. You don't have to do it well, but the color, the flag, is on his chest, like a I like don't know Miss what Universe. it is. It
2: it, it doesn't say Mister Venezuela on it. But Maduro well said that he has the freaking flag on it. I don't it. know what the Venezuelan flag looks like. I'm a flagophile. I don't know Venezuela's flag off the top of my head. That is very so. Very- first of all, it's okay. A, Somebody on stage, surrounded by some soldiers or whatever, and then all of a sudden, he and a woman standing next to him look up, and look kind of alarmed up. Yeah. Next scene, Mm -hmm. you see a whole sea of soldiers on like a military parade Uh all scramble. Yes. That's all I saw. Yes. That's what the video was. Yeah. Uh, If you look at it. So interesting, sure. But if you don't know the context, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just some guy on stage who looks up in the air and then a bunch of soldiers run. Yeah. But then
3: here's the thing, too. It was tweeted out from the NTN24 Venezuela News.
2: Okay. What is that? That.
3: It came from a Venezuela account. It said Venezuela right on top. That doesn't mean it's in Venezuela. Oh, come on. Now you're just pulling. Come on, Doc.
2: I sent somebody a link to a story today that my wife tweeted out, and okay. I was like, oh, this must have happened in Arkansas. It was North Carolina.
3: <laughs> Such I thought you were smarter than that, Doc. I, don't, to, I oh. thought you were smarter than okay. that. I thought you could so put let's two, say and two together. I
2: assume it's Venezuela. Okay. Okay. Um, what What happened? It was an assassination attempt. I know that now, but based on the video. Okay, so I can't read why, the Spanish. Okay, hold on,
3: hold on. Why else would I say wow on something that, like, it's clear it says, right? It says a the state, the boss of the state and the first lady dama. Explosion. You tell me that explosion does not look like explosion in English? What do you Where? Right after... I'm looking. Okay. Wow. Uh, seriously. Oh, really? Explosion. Explosion.
2: You could I didn't not even figure that get out. that far. Why did you stop? And then afterwards, it because says because I saw like seven words and realized I didn't speak Spanish. And then again, it says imágenes
3: de todos los militares. So militares are uh, military.
2: Okay. <laughs> you couldn't have just. Maybe sent me an English version. I'm and by the
3: way, if you click on that link and you go, let's say, from your phone, because I know you have your phone with you, and you click right at the bottom it says Translate Tweet, it will translate the tweet for you.
2: Um, mm. I didn't know it'll translate the tweet for yes, me? Yes,
3: it will translate the tweet for you. If you open that email... How am email, I supposed
2: to know that? You are... Mordecai! <laughs> oh, God. See, this is, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hang on, now, I'm just based on this video. Okay, did you see this video? Oh, uh, yeah.
5: So.
2: Okay. Can you tell by this? Okay, now this is... A, can you tell what's going on after to? while? Okay, they look up. Something interesting and profound is going on. Some dude looks around. Hmm, what's that? And then a group of soldiers... I'm going to put his mic on. Uh, see, he's still speechifying. And uh, it's just a whole soldiers on parade... And then they scatter. Can you tell based on that what happened? Something happened, and it's profound. I mean, Chris even said it to me. So you know something happened, but not enough where I would go, wow. The wow factor is in, oh, assassination attempt. That's a wow. So I was going to say maybe put that in Spanish, you know. Is that a problem? Is that a problem? We, we out. We leaving. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Yeah, that seems uh, that seems like a little bit of a problem. No, go talk now. No. 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 There you go. <laughs> okay. you go. Okay. Now yeah. you're on. Okay. Cool. Okay. Based on just the video. Yeah. Um. It, would you understand what's going on there?
6: No, I would expect something crazy to happen, but I wouldn't know what was right. going on. So
2: I'm just saying, maybe you send it in uh, English <laughs> or explain it. Now, as it turns out, pretty interesting, huh?
3: Yes, very interesting.
2: So the president of Venezuela, what we figured out is standing on stage, speechifying. Yes, a drone attack. Oh, Two, was one, it, one. It was only one. One drone mm-hmm. attack. Yes. Okay, then what was the the two reactions? So from from, from the video, I you thought got, it was drones.
3: So from the video, you got the first reaction, the president. The second Maduro. part of it, yeah. The second part of it is same as he's speaking, but then they get the reaction from the troops.
2: Oh, okay. So those are two different. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, even though the troops like freak out yes. and run, they just kind of. Jumped and looked went back to speechifying. So he did. He went he was, back to he went back to speechifying. <laughs> he had like boss status. Yes, yeah, he did. He was like, a bum
3: just went off. We will continue. Yeah. He stood he, there He straight only face. flinched.
2: His wife did, kinda sidestepped yes. for a second. Yeah. Mm. And then the other but okay, so many things about this video. <laughs> Once I realized what it was, because I got the English version of it. Anyway. Translate. After I yeah, looked it up. Uh <laughs> drone attack. Are you buying it? Yes. I'm not buying it. Why aren't you buying it? Why not? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Venezuela. Venezuela. Yes. That doesn't have money to eat. These people can get drones. They're going that high tech to hurt Maduro if they really want uh, it done. Was
3: it successful?
2: No. Exactly. Okay. So why is it an issue? What, what was an issue? Why is everyone like freaking out? Because it was an attempt. If you believe it, number two, if you of if course. you do have a drone and explosion, they said it was a sizable explosion. Yes. They said it was very. You wh- why wasn't it successful? You can't you can't lo- land the drone closer to him.
3: So I think they just got like too happy and they like premature like hit it or the drone hit something and then exploded. I think it was
2: pilot error on this one. Sorry sorry they're probably me?
6: pushing home on the controller and it, it like hit something like yeah no, sorry
2: either either you don't have the drone technology or if you're able to get it in order to take maduro out then you're successful with it. i'm not saying that you would have successfully killed him but you would have at least exploded near him where he would have gotten shrapnel or a couple of injuries or this just this exploded in the air yeah come I on think, i'm calling foul and who did he come out and blame People on the right. (laughs) People
3: on the right. He blamed
2: blamed Colombia, his predecessor. Yes. People on the right. Yes. Colombia and the U.S. Yes. Of course, we're at fault. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, you have to blame us for something.
2: (laughs) Then he calls out Trump and says there are people in Florida that are responsible for this. Well, what does he know? They know know. within minutes. Oh, and by the way, they arrested six people. Oh, wow. This happened on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. And by Sunday, they had six people in custody.
3: When well, you talk about that Venezuelan, you know, government, they're pretty good.
2: Is, is that it? Is, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, could it be um, they just rounded up the usual suspects? <laughs> Come uh, on. Doc, Chris, Mordecai. Let's go. Okay, get them. Get them. <laughs> I mean, it's possible they could have done some detecting real okay. quick and been able to reel these guys in. That's fine. I don't think so. This is this is political. This is theater. That's all this is. You know, Venezuela's history. Venezuela is out of control. You know how poor they are. You know, the mistakes they've made for a century now. You know how left wing they are, how socialist they are. Maduro, I think he needed this. Mm. He needs it because the country is in peril. Mm. He needs more power. And how do you get it? Uniting people because Colombia and the U.S., those evil people, you know what I'm saying? In fact, by the way, we'd have more money here in Venezuela if it wasn't for America. Look mm. at them taking too big a piece of the pie. Remember, they're socialists. And these people have been uh, brainwashed to be socialists for uh, 100 years now. Mm. I mean, every time they would get close to going, wow, we have a lot of resources here. They have oil. They are, they are the Middle East of oil. Wait a minute. So They they have the largest oil reserves, arguably, on the planet. Mm-hmm. And you're not wealthy? Yeah. Why not? Because they keep making these mistakes. So, I don't know, Chris. This seems like there's more to it. They're going to find out this is a scam. Wow.
3: <laughs> of course. You know why? Get yourself another producer.
2: And I then, thought, by the way, yeah. which is fascinating still, though, okay. by the way, you don't have money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you people are starving. Who <laughs> told the stories? People have lost. Like 25 to 30% yeah. of, of weight. Some are starving. They're thinner. There's no animals at the zoo because the people took them ate and ate them. them. There's no dogs in the street because they're eating them. them. This is how poor they are. A million percent uh, uh, inflation mm-hmm. by the end of the year. This is how horrible it is. Yet, you can produce a military like that? Do you see the military parade? Oh, it was beautiful. This looks like back during the USSR days. It, the Cold actually, War era. it reminded me of North Korea. Even, mm. but I mean, huge. Yeah, the I parade, mean, it yeah, it goes on forever, and it's not just, you know, like you think of your local town parade. Here comes a firefighter no. pulling some Cub Scouts in a wagon, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, uh, here's here's the uh, the local lodge tossing candy to the kids. <laughs> Some guys in fezes driving little cars in circles. It's not that. Here are the this Vietnam
3: is, guys. You yeah, know? the two is, two Vietnam guys are still alive. Just right, the
2: exactly. Again. Yeah, the, the bikes. Yeah. Oh, here comes a, an ambulance <laughs> from our town. <laughs> hey, we have one of those. I've never gotten local parades. I really have.
3: And an old-fashioned ambulance, not just a new one. It's an old-fashioned yeah, exactly. ambulance. Like whoa! Hey there, kids.
2: There. So it's, it's a military parade like Russia used to have, yeah. like the Soviet Union, where it's an entire street with, and the soldiers all perfectly uniform, set Pretty apart. Cool. and the. I mean, it goes on forever. Ever. You don't have money, but you have money for this crap? <laughs> You're the people. And by the way, who's invading Venezuela?
3: <laughs> what the hell did you need a
2: military for? I mean, all that oil. You, know. you have to protect that oil.
3: And obviously oil you have to protect one. President Maduro. They're trying to kill him with drones. <gasps>
2: what I'm saying, you don't have to. That's the rest of the world going, this guy shouldn't exist. This is... Seriously, what are you protecting there? The oil? They should be begging somebody <laughs> to invade. It's going to get worse? Please take it. Please, please just take, take Invade us. Because, you know, we might get some of the scraps that your soldiers leave behind, right? <laughs> they got, uh, you know, sea rations. They got MREs. They're leaving off to the side here. We'll get some of those. Anything. Invade us, please. So <sighs> I had that thought as well. <laughs> Do
3: you have any thoughts like that? No, I'm dumb because it's it's (laughs) like I thought we're going to cover this more differently.
6: How do you think we're going to cover it?
3: I thought so. Did you? you, It feels. I know. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. After a a 16 minute, like, rap like making fun of me making like believe it's not true making fun of you the Spanish, how was tweet? Spanish tweet you, you
6: couldn't even decode it yourself uh, I was surprised Chris Chris sent that email and I was like wow Doc knows how to read Spanish that's cool
3: Yeah, making you look good in front of the you know
2: it was just for shtick I know how that's <laughs> <laughs> all it was I actually know how See, Revolution!
3: <laughs> <laughs> no but think about it if President Maduro would have died imagine what Venezuela would have today or Saturday.
2: I, I was I mean, just going really, to, the country could have melted down. No, I'm not. It melted I mean, down. People like, could have been starving. No, been that's like what bedlam. I'm saying. It would have gone completely <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> it would have been it would have been, it would have been better. Like, of most, course. Most country bedlam, and it gets bad. Yeah. They're like, hey, everything's doing all right today.
3: Yeah, but like, And of course, you know, trying to assassinate someone is not good. But think about it. Maduro is a bad person. But, like, if he would have gone, I think, like, the country today would be, like, capitalism number one. Well, I don't know about that. But... I think it would, have, it would have changed completely overnight if they would have killed Maduro.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. These people brainwashed a long time. Every time they would – because Venezuela used to be a wealthy country wealthy, because of yeah. the oil. When So it was your average country struggling out there. They discover oil and the significance of oil on the world stage in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Um, they started making the cash. I mean, it just started pouring in and they were doing really well. And then somebody comes in and goes, Hey, how come you're not getting enough average person? Let's take it from those oil companies. And, uh, then somebody else would come in, try to oust the old guy. And they're like, you know what? You're still not getting enough. Let's let's move even more to the left. And that's what they've done the entire time. So, but yeah, pretty interesting. If you believe it, if you believe, I mean, still interesting, even if you don't believe that he was assassinated, but still very interesting.
3: All right, Doc. <laughs>
2: what you're gonna you're gonna find out that this was a scam that he wasn't actually targeted for assassination. I think he did it himself.
6: The way he reacted could make it seem like that, but
2: how will he do it himself? <laughs> I mean, his people. They, he set it up. You think he's losing? That is their, some. Their that trust? is some.
3: Like, come on, that is some high level thinking right there. That's like Game of Thrones. I mean, not Game of Thrones. Hunger Games status right there.
2: He needs something, man. So you're saying that he's
3: the new President Snow from the Hunger Games?
2: I've never seen the Hunger Games. Yeah. I mean, or, no, I have seen the Hunger that Games. One. I thought I'm sorry, I thought you were talking Game of Thrones at first. I've seen Hunger Games.
6: Okay.
3: So were you telling me that he's the President Snow of the Hunger Games?
2: I don't know who President Snow oh. is, though. Is that the white guy? <laughs> it's that, weird like,
6: because Snow is also in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Doc, it is the white guy with the white beard and the president of the districts, the capital. And he does these little things to get more power from the rebels. You tell me he took a page from the last movie of the Hunger Games. Is that what you're telling me?
6: I mean,
2: I'm just saying it's possible that he could have pulled this off, or his people could have.
6: This is unbelievable.
3: So I work you with- think
2: no? You think <laughs> that Colombia or America or dissidents were able to get a drone there and the explosives and get it that close, but then not actually get? Close That's up, what frustrates that me. Damage.
3: Yes, I actually do think that. And what frustrates me is they were so close yet so far away.
2: And they think what would have happened to benefit them? Like, it, with the, Is it the heir apparent to the presidency? I don't know all their politics. Is there a vice president or somebody else that it would have benefited? You'd have to do that. Or so, j- me... Or is it you in, in line? <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> or uh, a guy who is not doing real well. I mean, he's not going to be there long. The people are, are truly starving. Eventually, they will revolt, even if they don't revolt to capitalism and say, yes, got to go capital. He's going to be done at some point. He knows that. And remember, regimes like this are all about protecting the regime. So, what a great marketing ploy. Now they're all rallied uh, behind. Look at him. They targeted him. I mean, the man and didn't move. Come on. Come on. He just didn't tell his wife, so she would get a bigger reaction. That's all it was. Okay. And by the way, uh, the soldiers, mm-hmm. This. so you're all out of, dun, 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 we're marching, Venezuela, an explosion, and the soldiers freak the hell out and run. Ah! <gasps> I was. They're all scattered. Where is the
3: Venezuela freaking <laughs> military? I know. Do you but really think
2: they, ha- they haven't seen much action? They haven't action, seen any like action? All <gasps> no, the action is called point. duty action. That's my point or whatever. <laughs> You're like, all oh you is real.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it kind of ruins your huge military might parade. <laughs> Look how strong we are. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Drone.
3: Did you, did you see the bodyguards? I thought that was a pretty good reaction uh, from the, the bodyguards. Mats, yeah, and they one went. Of those things they
2: put in front of him.
6: You know, the wrestling m- mats. Yeah. Is <laughs> it hey, that? Does
2: work. Okay? It looks like there's gonna be. So they have those that close. I guess to protect against what? Yes. Are those are those uh, bullet resistant yeah. or are they bomb probably. resistant? The bullet. It's probably like. Um, yeah. It's,
3: it's that Kevlar probably that uh the. Uh, the military word.
2: By the way, if you watch the video, you notice a couple of the guys put it around their back. They don't hold it over the oh, president. Yes, yes. <laughs> See, the Secret Service here, they throw themselves over, over the president. The president yes. These guys are like, I'm going to stand next to him. i put it on my back. <laughs> so both of us are, I'll hold it. Maybe my fingers will get something. And <laughs> you know, I'll get hit like that. I didn't notice that. And if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you go ahead and get something with straps? Yes. So then you could be completely yes. on the other side. Look at them holding it with their sides, their hands. <laughs> And then this guy's trying to get in behind him. Hey, let me get in.
3: Let me get in. He's like, hey, I want to get around
2: this, too. This guy's like, oh, crap. I'm exposed. I'm exposed. More (laughs) mats. This is so silly. Hey, it's Matt's or no Matt's.
3: <laughs> more Matt's, more Matt's. More wrestling Matt's. We weren't mats. prepared
2: for this. We only
6: brought two. I don't know what to
2: tell you. I really need to do an EOD fudge commercial, but it seems inappropriate right now. Oh, no. Let me go I ahead think and get a break is- in. And we'll come back and do it next. Check it up.
0: You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. heard we are the number seven ranked show among filipino tilt roll operators
5: so there you
2: have it this is the morning blaze with doc thompson try it today EODfudge.com. eod as in extraordinary delights fudge.com eodfudge.com is a company that offers all kinds of f- confections for you i really like the gophers that's that's my favorite that's my go-to right mm-hmm. there because i like oh, has the nuts in it as well but their fudge is really good i'm not a fudge fan Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's it's not a go-to for me, but they had some here when they stopped up about a month or so ago. It's really tasty as well. I want to try some of the other things they have up there. Like they have the little nut packs and stuff you can order, which is nice because it's kind of like the little nosh boxes you Mm -hmm. get. Really good stuff. EODfudge.com. Should try it because the confections are awesome. But also because they have a great story and you could be helping out a family. Aaron Hale is the former Navy chef term, uh, turned Army Explosives Ordnance Disposal Team Leader that was severely Im- injured when disposing of an improvised explosive device when it detonated beneath him. It blew up and he lost his eyesight completely. And then because of an infection, lost his hearing. I just, you know, when I tell this story, and I've casually mentioned this to some friends, because I'm like, oh, you have to go there my wife. Everybody has the same reaction. The thought of losing either your hearing or your yeah. vision makes you go like this. You, everyone has that moment. And then you say to yourself, wow, that would be horrible. But, you know, I guess you could. And then when you tell him he lost the other, they're like instantly freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. To be that alone. Yep. In the world. And that's what about he went it. through. Yeah. No sight. No hearing. Can you hear yourself? Can you talk
3: to Because, you know, when you talk to yourself. No.
2: Because you're still hearing that. No so in your brain you can't be like in your brain but you can't hear it resonate through your head and that's crazy you can feel it but you if you're making sound but you can't yeah wow can't hear it the same way wow so it's horrible yeah the good news is he he managed to get a little bit limited hearing in one ear. it's still very limited
3: and he learned how to speak and listen by listening
2: to this show so now he speaks with a bad, broken English accent and poor grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Here's maybe, the bad English, minds the poor grammar. Maybe I should grammar. send him that the
3: Spanish tweet. Oh, That's wait, what he it can't is. read that. Damn he it! He can't
2: read it. Darn it! <laughs> He could understand it if you, if you read it to if him. If I read though.
3: it to him, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> go to EODFudge.com, place an order, and if you use the promo code Blaze at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. You'll, uh, you'll go there for the story, but you'll stay for the fantastic delights they have, the Delicious. extraordinary delights. It's EODFudge.com. I want to see what some of the other products I was trying to think. You uh, got the fudge. I know the fudge. Like you and said, got like the, the apple fudge, and the apple pies. What are the apple pies? I don't know. Oh, the pecan brownie trio. And the oh, they have those giant pie. apples now, yeah. too. The apples, so it's uh, kind of the candy mm-hmm. apples. These ones, though, have the- no, Yeah, I brought
3: the, you uh, one, and I cut it, so I set I'll for everybody in the studio, so everybody has to. That's right,
2: some. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, too. I tried the uh, yep. the caramels, the sea yeah, salt. The salted. Oh, yep. those are so good. I know you're not yep. a fan of the caramels. No. I love them. They yep. have pecan pie. Yes. That's awesome. EODfudge.com. Try it today.
3: Tj Topping saying Venezuela show forces all show no force.
2: <laughs> Scruffy. I'm ner- not saying I would hang in there. Of course I would run like a little schoolgirl. However, if you do when an- you when you have that show of and, yes. and I don't even blame the soldiers no, really for running. No, it's not no, that. No, it's that you show this big you, military yes. force and then everybody scatters. <laughs> it re- Dios mío, me asusté. <laughs> Fue eso? It ruins your image, because that's propaganda. Yes. That's what that is out there. It ruins your propaganda. You know he was pissed by that. Oh, yeah. You idiots! Get us in ahí! Go round up those people. Round up three people. <laughs> no, no, better make it six, because I'm really pissed off. Seven. You want the people who did it? No, just round up six people. Good
5: morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
0: The
2: Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson, and you're listening to The Morning Blaze. And if you like what you're hearing on this show, then you probably will like Pat Gray Unleashed, available now wherever you download your favorite podcasts.
0: This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Uh, Jack Cole Newby saying at Real Chris Cruz at uh, Doc Thompson Show, drone pilot passed out, hit his head on the detonator because he bought a drone instead of a candy bar. <laughs> he did it wrong. <laughs> By the way, earlier that was Ed McMahon. The DM was I don't know what he's talking about. Remember, you said you use Ed that's not how you spell McMahon, and I couldn't see it in your yeah, it's Ed McMahon. Oh, okay. Remember he the, the, he was talking about the yeah. author. He okay. sounded like Ed McMahon. Yeah. Okay. Alright just laying it out there
3: Is that a Yeah I Okay we, I don't know if we got to it we, we did we covered it
2: No but we didn't go back And mention that it was Ed Do McMahon. we have to mention? Yes. Yeah, so no, to clean up mistakes we, we lead with our mistakes
3: What mistakes? If Oh come on You cannot say that I didn't know what it was
2: so I you know can, so it was a mistake How what was, you was you that a mistake? Triggered That is not Why triggered Why are you triggered? I'm not triggered It's a safe space It's okay Chris It's okay You want to read a couple more tweets? Would sure? you like no. me to? Yes read please do the one's in English. <laughs> Ooh, so close.
3: So close. right there, right? was right there, right, so right there. Right there. Uh, Polish American Patriots saying what I learned today. What <laughs> is Polish? It's Polish. Okay, go ahead. Polish American Patriots <laughs> saying... Uh, CSI Venezuela is the most efficient thing in the country. Already has six in custody they only six. one day after.
2: That shows how serious it is because they rounded up six. Yes. yes That's how yes. you know he's mad. You know what? You better make it six. <laughs> They're like this. How many people do you want us to arrest? Five. Damn it. No, I'm pissed. Six. You better make it six.
3: Uh, backyard Cow St. Chris has his Hunger Games reference wrong. It was the rebel leader that bombed the people on the end. That's why Katniss shot her. No, no. No, no. you are screwed up all over the place today. No, that's what they want. They want you to think it was a rebel. Think about it. You're going all Alex Jones on Hunger Games? I'm not going Alex Jones on Hunger Games. I'm just going like, think about it. Who has more to gain, the rebels or the president?
2: TJ Toppett said, if you're talking about explosions and decide not to talk about EOD, anything, you're doing it wrong.
3: Thank you. See?
2: Uh, no, I just want to take a little break there and get it in. Cause you know, he was, he was blown up. That's, mm-hmm. so I figure that's a good, uh, good place to segue. Hey, it is Monday. So it's time to talk uh, Liberty and first Liberty.org. Mike joins us now. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. What are you going to tell us about today? Uh, you got an update, a chaplain who, um,
7: uh, lost an opportunity for advancement. Yeah, well, this is actually the, the chaplain assistant. So in the military, you know, you've got chaplains and then you've got, Chaplain assistants who are not actually members of the clergy; they just they're they're there as as uh, support staff, and their job is really just to, to assist, obviously as the name entails, right? To assist the chaplain with uh, all types of uh, administrative tasks and otherwise. And it is a separate position, completely separate. Mm-hmm. Actually, even completely different chain of command, mm-hmm. okay. different unit. Uh, and and in this incident, uh, and this is going back to the chaplain squires case, which you guys have, have right. uh, we, you know, we've talked about and. Uh, you know, so the chaplain has got his own issues with with the Army right now, where they're coming after him, accusing him of discrimination because uh, his denomination, the Southern Baptist Convention, prohibits him from uh, conducting marriage retreats and things like that that include same-sex couples. And the Army says, and the actually Department of Defense says, yeah, our regulations require you to follow those those teachings. you you, you have to follow the teachings of your denomination, otherwise you can't really be a chaplain. That makes sense. And his workaround was, "Hey, I'll just get somebody else to do that retreat." Right, somebody exactly. Whose denomination? Which is does ex- not. exactly what the rules so the science, say right. you're supposed to do, or the well, protocol like, says yeah. that's what you do. You find somebody else to do Those it. Those right? seem like reasonable explanations uh, exactly. or solutions. So, the chaplain assistant, though, has also been kind of caught up in this spider web, if you will, oh, right? No. And and what was the chaplain assistant's role in this? Literally, when when the when the soldier, the, the same sex soldier who wanted to sign up for the retreat, tried to register. The chaplain assistant said, noticed that it was two women's names who signed up." And she said, "Oh, let me notify the chaplain, and he'll get back to you." That's it. That was her role in this. Oh, because
2: she didn't just automatically sign the ladies exactly. up.
7: Exactly, she didn't just act like a, an <laughs> autonomous <laughs> autonomous you know robot that just said, "Oh, you know, you signed up. Sure, here you go. No questions asked." No, she she, she as she was trained to do, right through part of her training. If a same-sex couple tries to, uh, signs up, and she knows that there's a chaplain whose denomination says you can't do that, she should notify the chaplain, and right. that's what she did, so that the chaplain can you know address. She's not hey, going to deal be, with it. Yeah, be advised. Yeah. So, so she got labeled, you know, and accused in this investigation. Wow. And here's, wow. but here's, here's the really kind of the, the, the most insidious part of this, and the part that that is outrageous to me personally. Is the chaplain assistant who was alleged to have, you know, been this horrible discriminatory, you know, person in doing this? She's actually a, a young African American female soldier. Okay? okay, which if you've ever served in the military, you know, the military can be a pretty, you know, dog eat dog type yeah, of environment. It is, and and anything that uh, we can do, especially as officers, you know, as a, as an officer myself, uh, now a reserve officer. You want to help your soldiers. You want to look out for them. And if, they are ha- if they're an, a high performer with the opportunity to advance, you want to look out for them and give them those opportunities. Well, this chaplain assistant is such a high performer. She was given an extremely rare and prestigious opportunity to go to college in what's the the Army calls it the green to gold program, mm-hmm. where... Uh, the army will send you to college. You get a degree, and you come back as an officer. Wow! So that's that's so you a go really,
2: in enlisted, then you go to college. That's and right, you, and, and
7: it's so it's kind of a, <coughs> uh, a, I guess a meritorious ROTC program, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. Well, because simply because they decided to investigate her to decide to you know to see what the allegations were, her commanding officer already exonerated her and said, "This is what are you talking about?" You know. There was no discrimination here okay. by, by the chaplain assistant, period. Should be over. Well, the two-star general, who is kind of also hanging this issue over Chaplain Squires' head, has now decided, oh, well, I better look into it on the chaplain assistant, too. Uh, and so, yeah. and when that happens, it's the term for it in the military is they put a flag on your file. Yes, they do. And when there's a flag on your file, you can't, you can't. Do anything. You can't participate in in these officer programs. You can't advance. Uh, you're stuck. You, you're stuck. You're in limbo. And so she was informed last week that well, the commanding his name is Major General Sontag. So this general, she was told, General Sontag, uh, he has decided not to remove the flag from your file. Although he could have, he has the authority as a general. He could remove it. He's decided not to. And we're, we're very sorry, but that means you're not going to be allowed to participate in the Green to Gold program. So for those listening- Was she, was she already going through the program or she was- She had scheduled? already been accepted. Okay. She had already been accepted. And it takes about a year, yeah. maybe longer, to get together everything that you need. You know, letters of recommendation, your records, everything. long process. To it basically is. show, I'm qualified. You know, I've earned this opportunity. She did everything. She did everything right. And, and now General Sontag's basically and, and for those keeping score at home, you know, like I said, this is a young African-American female who has the opportunity of a lifetime. It's a success. to go it's to a college.: story. It's merit success. That's, everyone to, loves that. To we come back that. as an officer, and he's basically said, ah, simply because somebody made an accusation. Yeah, even though you were already exonerated once, I'm now stepping in. And I'm not letting you t- take part in this program just so, to understand the
2: process too for those of us who didn't serve um, can he just leave that flag on forever then?
3: Oh yeah
7: I, I mean I, theoretically yes I mean, he shouldn't he and, and that's that's probably the other part that that is driving folks crazy is that this has been going on since what the, the, the initial complaint was in February wow so this has been going on for what, six months now you know and and she doesn't know what's going to happen to her career. I mean, is she, is she going to be forced out of the army? Is she not going to be allowed to move on? So silly. And and she's been and and it's just to do this. To it's one thing for an officer, right? Who who are you know we're kind of trained that look, if there are any issues, the buck stops with you as an officer. <coughs> but there's the other thing we're told where it's drilled into us from day one. You've got to look after your enlisted troops. Mm-hmm. You have to look out for them right they i mean they they're they're putting their lives on the line defending our nation defending our freedoms and they're making peanuts right they, compared to what they could be making on the outside right. but they're doing it because they're patriotic love of good people their love of country and then to to take away an opportunity of a lifetime like this from a chaplain assistant from somebody i mean these letters of recommendation when i was reading them i mean my jaw was hitting the floor their people were saying she is the yeah. one person said I've been I've I've been serving in leadership roles for over twenty years. He says, "You know, I don't use these words lightly." She is the best soldier I have ever worked with. Wow, that's incredible!
2: And you know, in that position, I'm just curious what the major general's reason is. What what's going on in his head? What's 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 he up to at this? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. And and maybe you have some insight. Maybe you don't. Maybe whatever. But the the point in something like this is. Um, Get to the bottom of it, okay. Yeah. First of all, was was there a problem? Even although you know to, to uh, Chaplain Squire, right? Was there was there a problem here? Okay, and then let's try to find some solutions. Make people whole if there was an injury, right? Uh, somebody yeah. was wronged. We set the wrong right, and then moving forward. Here's how we avoid this. Let's solve some problems here. All right. What was the problem? She Le- there was no problem, and then moving forward. I mean, yep. I wouldn't even say this warrants a a talking to. This isn't even a hey, don't do that in the future
7: moment, right? This is, I mean, okay. So number one, like you said, was there even a problem, right? Or or if there was a problem, was it corrected? The answer was the answer is there's no problem because there was a marriage retreat. It was right. rescheduled with a chaplain who had no problem. You know, who, whose whose denomination said no. That's fine. You can you can do. You know, you can include same sex couples. No problem. So there was a marriage retreat. the The couple who filed the complaint, they registered for that retreat, and for whatever we don't for reasons we don't know, they decided not to show up. So we'll let people draw their own conclusions on that. But they right, decided not right, to show up. So right. uh, they were they were given everything that everybody else was given. In fact. Uh, there were couples who signed up for the original date in question, and when they had to reschedule it they weren 't able to attend the rescheduled date due okay. to schedule so there are actually people who were put out as a result of this um, number two you said you know well what you know what do you you know what should have happened what should the general have done or or what is what is maybe what is the reasoning behind you know am I hearing anything on the inside as to right. why he 's doing this right. okay yeah the what i 'm being told again i don 't have A smoking gun or anything like that. But what I'm being told by folks at Fort Bragg and in the army is that this General Sontag is fearful of the, you know, quote unquote blowback if he rules in favor of the chaplain. Why? Well, my theory, this is just my theory, is that because Chaplain Squires is endorsed by what's generally known as a very conservative denomination, right? Mm So the Southern Baptist Convention. And that, so there's, There's kind of this political game going on in the background where, well, if he sides with somebody who's a very conservative, you know, Southern Baptist chaplain, it's going to make the general look bad. What he doesn't realize is, yeah, it's also going to make you look bad if you violate the Constitution and strip away the religious freedom from chaplains. (laughs) What kind of chaplain is going to feel like that they have the the trust and confidence of their commanding general? If he's doing this to somebody again, who followed be the very rules, very difficult
2: to serve as a chaplain. It would really be difficult. You feel like there, you're, you're saying my you're, boss
7: doesn't have my back.
2: That's right. Well, I mean, and and again, you're you're saying I have to choose between my faith and my service. I mean, that's that's a problem right there. But what's so funny is I even understand. I understand the politics. I don't agree with it. He should do the right thing. You're absolutely right. right. When it comes to chaplain squires, I, I get he's. Um, there, there is an issue in that case. I don't agree with it, but I get how somebody could say, okay, we've got some seemingly confl- confl- uh, conflicting rules, right? right? You got this, can't do this. I think we've laid it out, and you're right. But when it comes to the chapel's assistant, there's nothing. She hits there's- send on a keyboard. Right, and she knows the scenario. I mean, that's being a good. it's being proactive. It's yes. like, you know, if you had said she had said to the... The uh, the soldiers who the, the gay couple that wanted to, to go to the retreat. Listen, that's going to be a problem. Y'all, you take your lesbian asses out and blah. blah. You know what I mean? Gave her an it adi- gave him an attitude about it or, or whatever. It, it still wouldn't warrant this. But then you'd go, hey, calm down there. You know, all right. You told him, you know what I mean? See, if she'd stepped up and said, "This going to be a problem for you. I
7: could even see a talking yeah. to.
2: But if she's just like, all right, let me go ahead and tell him, because I know that's going to be something they're going to want to reschedule. That's. Yeah, you know, when I go to the doctor, job,
7: when I go to the doctor, if the if the front if the front office you know person I talk to or the person who initially you know takes your weight and all that your blood pressure, if I'm if I start talking to to, to that person and asking like detailed me- for detailed medical opinions, and they're like, well, actually, I'm not sure. Let me get the doctor. Am I going to say <laughs> that person's committing malpractice <laughs> yeah, against me right, because exactly. they won't give me the answer? <laughs> right? You know, they're like, no, I, I you know I can't answer that. I got to get somebody who can. Let me get the doctor. You know, well, she can't. Do, the chaplain assistant is not authorized to make those decisions and to and to right. you know to do those actions. So what does she do? Let me get the person who can. Right. right. It's above my, I'm not going to. Above my pay grade. Right. It's literally above my pay grade. grade.
2: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, find out more at uh, firstliberty.org. First Liberty could always use your support. Uh, they're doing good work out there. It's uh, it's like uh, the NRA. We say, you know, this is a group of people who are out there fighting for this one, to protect this one right of yours every day. And it gives us the ability not to have to think about it 24-7 like you guys think yeah. about the First Amendment every day. So thanks so much for the work, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. FirstLiberty.org. Go there. And if you have the ability, please donate today. It's FirstLiberty.org.
0: Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned Today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Cultural appropriation? Yes, please. This is the morning blaze.
2: Field of Greens is available for you at brickhousedoc.com. That's the parent company, Brickhouse Nutrition. So go to brickhousedoc.com, pick yourself up some Field of Greens, an opportunity for you to finally start eating healthy. And you don't have to do a whole lot. I know it's difficult, you don't have the time. You don't have the energy, you don't have the money, you don't have the know-how to properly cook vegetables you're actually going to like, or you don't have the stomach for eating vegetables. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just don't have that, especially your kids. Now, get vegetables another way. It's not just the nutrients or some of the extracts or vitamins from the vegetables. It's the vegetables. It's just a way for you to keep them stored in powdered form at your desk, at your office, in the cabinet at home, so you don't have to worry about them, you know, spoiling or anything like that. And then mixing them with the liquid, drinking them down, and you're good to go. Perfect. Field of Greens, available at uh, BrickHouseDoc.com. Try them. You'll love them. A lot of people here. A lot of people. Because you're getting those nutrients and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to agonize. One of the hardest things about eating right is planning your diet. And then if you're busy and you're on the go, no one wants to, on Sunday night, pack their lunch. Or cook it
3: all ahead of time. You don't want to do that.
2: You're like this. Oh, I got to pack my lunch because I'm dieting. I don't want to. I'll just do it in the morning. And then and in the morning. Do you? No, because it's running late. You know what? I'll just eat healthy at lunch. You're not healthy do at you? lunch. Do you? No. <laughs> and, or you go like, you know, maybe I'll just skip lunch or I'll just get something. Are you? No. no. And then you go, I'll just eat the pizza or the burgers and or something. And next thing you know, you did not eat your veggies. Unless you plan ahead of time, yes. you're not going to eat healthy.
3: That's why I have two cans. I have one here um, at the office and then one at the home. Just in case I forget it oh, here we go. Eight ounces of water or eight ounces of something. Drink it up. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done.
2: And, um... That water is gonna help fill you up, too. That eight ounces of liquid, it's not gonna be completely filling, but it's gonna help right yeah. there. You eat that, maybe something else sensible for lunch, you know, a little something here and there. You got You're it. great to go. Yep. Field of Greens at BrickHouseDoc.com. Uh, you got TJ
3: Toppin saying, is this the mic that President Trump loves? Talk about Mike from First Liberty. I think it
2: yes, is. I, I really this think this it is. This
3: is the mic that President Trump was talking about. The First
2: Liberty folks are really good, guys. Yeah. They're really good people.
3: Lord E saying, generals in this day and age are largely political without spines. This is a rampant problem across all Koreans. Yeah, she's right. No, it is true. It is true. By the way, my file was flagged, but not because of a First
2: Amendment issue. That does not shock me.
3: It was flagged for two years.
2: That does not shock me. It was amazing. I was sh- the only thing that shocks me is you didn't set a record for the number of days your flag was your file was
3: flagged. <laughs> and you know what was mine, what was mine for? Because I did not stand for the national anthem. Why did you not stand? Because at that point I was sitting in a car and when I heard the national anthem play, I closed the door and I stayed inside my car. And how it goes is as soon as you hear it, no matter where you are, even if you're, you stop, you face where the flag is or where the sound is coming from. I closed the door, my commanding officer saw me and he was, uh, let's say he stripped me out of everything that I have and um, he flagged me for two years. Why why didn't
2: you just take a knee and copper nick it? Right? That that would have worked, right? That would have worked, right? Oh, uh, no, it would have not. You don't think that would have worked? <laughs> no, it oh, would have not worked
3: at all. I would have been like probably like Leavenworth.
2: Leavenworth. <laughs> <or> <laughs> uh,
3: you got Let's Be Frank saying maybe the command in chi- the commander-in-chief should place a flag on the general's file.
2: Yeah, Laurie D's tweet is, I think you're right, what's going on here. You got a lot of politics. Yeah. Politics has always been a part of it when you got up to those upper yeah. levels. <coughs> yeah. Even back in the day, some of these... Oh, yeah. Some of these uh, historic figures, you know, I mean, listen, even a bit of politics was going to play a part in Eisenhower during his military career. They just, you know, that that's part of the game. But now you've got that politics where this guy's getting paid to do a job. The major general is getting paid to make decisions like that. This is his role. I mean, there are benefits that come with being a major general, right? Yeah. A Lots lot of, of benefits.
3: benefits. Oh, beautiful benefits, right. doc. In-house. oh, And they I mean, make they make good money. Six figures. Yep. Six figures.
2: Yeah, probably at that, uh, when you're at a general, a uh, major well general. over six figures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you're making <clears> gobs of 200, money. 200000 or something. Yep. So that's fine. That's good. You know what comes with that? Some duties and yeah. responsibilities. And some of those are to make difficult decisions on something decision, like this. Yes. He should be doing it. Yep. Sorry, you're not doing it. Having everybody in limbo is wrong. You know what's right here. Do the right thing.
3: Uh, Kool Aid drinker saying, Why is no one calling racism on the general? Mm. That is true.
2: Well, and now you have these two different uh, pieces of identity politics the gays versus the blacks in a situation like this.
3: You got a whole saying, I'm so glad I retired from the military. Way too much PC and social engineering on the military.
2: It's crazy how it's gotten to. Like I said, I even get chaplain squires. I yes. get that. Case. Yes, I still think it's obvious when you get into the you know what's going on. The solution here is this: if we are going to say gays can serve, can openly serve, yeah. whatever, fine. How do we deal with this thing with the chaplains who are directed, not only supposed to, but directed by law? To um, go by the the, rules of their their denomination. denomination, Okay, great. How do we bring these two things in? How do we bring them together? How do we? Oh, it's simple. Hmm. Recuse yourself. What? Happens all over the place. Just recuse yourself. You can do that? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Hey, I can't do this. No harm, no foul. I'm not going to berate you. I'm not going to give you the business, whatever. I'll just step aside and someone else can do it.
3: Which is what this chaplain was saying. <laughs>
5: so
2: that's pretty. <laughs> but I get at least there's the moment of, whoa, what's going on? Something. Did we do this right? Chap Squires, let's talk about this. I get that moment. But her, there's no issue there. No. And that's the problem. No. The Major General's wrong in this.
3: 100% wrong.
2: Absolutely wrong. And wrong to have handled it this way. Yes, Wrong in this uh, Chaplain Squires yes. case. Yes wrong in the assistance case and wrong to not have made a decision already this goes back to february you're actually not doing justice to your your, to your position yeah and certainly not serving your country properly if this is what's going on because the constitution trumps this and faith trumps it
0: the morning blaze with doc thompson
2: part of the next generation of talk radio
0: this is the blaze radio network
1: Sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: Hey, do you remember that uh, lady who climbed the Statue of Liberty around the Fourth of July? Yeah, we covered that on our big Fourth of July after show. Yes, yes, huge—the one we did that. live in studio. Yes, we cover that. Right, uh, ladies, cray 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 She's
3: cray. She's from the
2: the Congo. Yes, you remember she climbed up there, and we questioned at the time, uh, "What's your exit strategy here?" Yeah. First you, of all, first of all, what's your goal? Goal. How are you gonna get up there? Yeah, uh, what you what are you doing here? What you to draw attention because no one. To, you, the only thing you drew attention to is your cray cray. Yes, your, not your ban or dismantle ice cause because that was one of her yeah. big causes.
3: And then we saw that the organization kind of like no, she's not with us.
2: They're like no, yeah, no. right off. They're like we don't no ablo no, no ablo. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden it was like oh, oh si crap hablo. they got us on tape. See si, ablo. Well, she is with us, but not like the inner circle. Oh, no. and while we support her wanting to ban ice, we cannot condone her right i mean it was like the verbal voice. judo they tried to, <laughs> to say try to, yeah oh
3: it was unbelievable it was, it was a 10 well done. so
2: what's your goal ban ice how are you gonna get that by yeah. climbing the statue of liberty number two how high you think you're climbing
3: yes without any kind of equipment how yeah, high
2: right uh, and then three, what's your exit strategy? Because you you think you're getting off of there without Duh. them? No. Duh. So they arrested her at the time. Yes. She went to court, said some troubling things or whatever. We found out she's a, an immigrant from the Congo. Yes. So she came to America because she wanted to be in America? Freedom, whatever Freedom? we offer. Okay. Yeah. Because <clears throat> she doesn't seem like she likes America all that no,
3: much. No, she does not, Doc. She does not. And you prove it to me Yes. Yeah,
2: she, has her, she had her day in court. And uh, she came out of court and speechified. And I want to play the clip. And I want, when when you hear this, ask yourself, do you think this is a woman who loves America? That Mm. if you were the one making the decision about who immigrates to America. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. I, for one, and I think most Americans want a lot of people to legally immigrate here. People who get it, that want to work hard and love the concept and values that America was built on. We all want that. So... Is she that person? Does she love America? Listen.
4: America! I made a song.
2: If it fits you, so be it. If it doesn't. America, you mother. Uh, you uh, truck addict. You KKK, you fascist USA. I'll say it one more time. America, you
5: mother. <laughs> you truck addict. You
2: get you fascist USA. Uh, Chris, you're going to help me uh, decipher this because I don't speak that language.
3: You don't speak English? Was that English? That was English. Oh, wow. Now, my ears are, are, are capable of translating uh, foreign English. She
2: says it with a, she's a from the Congo. A accent. Conganese accent. Conganese, yes. Is it Conganese? Conganese. Her Conganese uh, accent. So maybe you can help yes. with the accent. Did she say you drug? Drug. She says, America, you MFR. Yes. You KKK. Drug. Your drug. Drug addicts, yes. Your what was the last one?
3: Uh, you fascist USA, you fascist. So, so he goes, America, you MFers, you <clears throat> drug addicts, you KKK, you fascist USA.
2: So she's saying, Hey, you are drug addicts, yes. you're fascist, you're K- KKK, okay, gotcha, whatever. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, she starts it off, and we're going to play this clip one more time because it's a gem. She starts off just going, <laughs> That's well, that's the call. The Conganese yes, call. Kogany's call to oh, action. So Before so that would be like speak. in America going, hey, everybody. Yes. Um, hey, everybody. we're." Uh, or mic gonna...
3: check. That's your mic check moment. Like, hey, oh, so she's an occupier.
2: Yes. you would be like mic check, check moment. Hey, mic check. The rest of us would go, hey, welcome. Yes. Something like that. That's yes. her.
3: You have to do that big.
2: Ah! Is that the equivalent
3: of over yes. in the Middle East? Yes. Yeah
2: okay so you, you got, got it. it all right yes so in the congolese it's
3: Congolese. Ah! sorry yes.
2: Congolese. it's ah! yes. America. yes and, and then, then you you talk does. okay yes. here we go so you hear it America! I made a song. if it fits you so be it if it doesn't You can get you fascist USA. I'll say it one more time. Oh, good, please do. America, it. you mother.
5: You drug addict. You can't get you fascist
2: USA. Uh, I'll say it one more time. One more time. She knew. She, she knew, knew people it. weren't understanding it. No. She could tell you see the looks on the people's face. They're like, what did she say? And Doc, she I would like you to saying, uh, yeah.
3: point out something about yeah. that video. Yes. Uh, you pointed something out about the lawyers.
2: Yeah, I want to talk a moment about the lawyer. So she has, I think, I know the dude is yes. her attorney. He's yes. a tall, the tall, gray-haired dude with a ponytail. <laughs> An attorney. <laughs> you know. okay. Esquire. Es- es- I'm sorry, this Esquire. Is, this is the, guy, this Pe- is the
3: guy that's he making put, you call him Esquire. He puts Esquire after yes. everything. He even yes. reads
2: Esquire magazine. That's why
3: <laughs>
2: he puts it out there, right? <laughs> Why don't you just go back to the powdered wigs? You got the ponytail and it's <laughs> white. Just to be easier for you. you roll out of bed in the up. morning, yes. you know. Yes. So anyways, I know he is. I don't know who the woman is with him. I think she is part of the legal team, but okay. regardless, she is with the, she's part of the posse. Yes, right? she is. So they come out of the courtroom, <clears throat> excuse me, courthouse, and they walk out and they're uh, glad handing this woman. Her her name is uh, Therese Patricia Oingo Boingo. And I'm her, sorry? Her name is... She goes by Patricia. It's Therese Patricia. Okay. So we'll just say Patricia yeah, Oingo please. Boingo. And it's... No, I don't what? think... It's Oingo, right Oingo? Here. It's Oingo Boingo.
3: No, Okumo. That's what I said. No. Oingo Boingo. <laughs> okay, let's move on because I feel like...
2: Obviously, you-, you don't know Konganese. Obviously, I know Conganese.
3: Who is more of like an island than Mr. Whitey, Mike Whitey face?
2: Okay, well, you better learn your Conganese a little better okay. then. Anyway, so... Uh, so Patricia Oingo Boingo, she comes out of the courthouse, and the attorneys come out and they're, they're, they're putting their arm, kind of yeah. glad handed well or patting her yes, on the back, yes. their smiles. Cause they he got, got you know, they give a little, they're whatever. And they proudly stand kind of behind her as mm. she's speaking and she busts out the, mm. oh! America. And, and the, the woman looks over at the dude and they very mm. proud of themselves. Oh, Look yeah. At her. Mm. They're out on the streets while We're, she trashes mm. America. And you see just, see how she's busting it out, bringing her native Congolese mm. to English mm. and America. It's, a, it's the powerful. melting pot. It's powerful, powerful. they are all powerful. smiles. And when she says, America, you MFers, the looks on their faces change very. Then it'd be very serious. Oh, Oh, crap. crap. I'm on camera while she does this. I cannot be seen smiling. No. no. Now, Mm -mm. here's the thing. I am a bat crap, crazy progressive attorney. Yes. And I believe this stuff as well. But but I understand the court of public opinion. Yes. And I must look uh, slightly uncomfortable, uncomfortable. here. Uncomfortable. Yes, yes. Well, yes. I am actually uncomfortable yes. just because I don't want people to misunderstand. Yes. So I cannot be seen smiling. Look at those faces. Those oh faces gosh.
3: are like, oh, uh, mm. that's. And by the way, when she says, "I'm going to repeat it," the female kind of licks her lip like.
2: Ugh. Looks around. Mm. They look over at each other like, "Whoa, this is bad." But a second before, they are so happy. They're like, uh, oh, America. Here, can we play this one more time? We're going to need this again one more time. As she says From this. The top. And here we go. Patricia Oingo Boingo. So happy. With if it fits you, so yes. be it. If it doesn't, gotcha. I'll smile. Mother- Whoa. You truck at You can't kill you Ooh. fascist USA! I'll say it one more time. No, 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 no. America! Oh. You mother Ooh. You truck uh. at
5: You can't kill you fascist USA!
2: Uh, we'd all like to thank you for coming today.
3: <laughs> that now will be all.
2: There'll be cookies and no refreshments. Questions. No, no questions. questions. No quest- She's busy. No <laughs>
3: questions. Yes, I
2: have a question. <laughs> no, no, no questions. When you so said no, America UMFers.
3: Okie okey, let's go. We gotta go.
2: <laughs> what? Okie okay, dokie, okay, right? Her name's okie? Oki? Yeah, Okie okay, Okie. Okay. I think you're getting that wrong. Oh, Pretty I'm research, getting it wrong. Boingo Boingo. Oingo, boingo Boingo. It's uh it's Okie Okie. Do you know the Oingo Boingo joke?
3: No, I do not know. I feel like you're going to tell me now. I don't think I can. Oh, that's so sad.
2: Can you clean it up? It's going to be difficult, but I'll do it. Okay. So you got uh, an expedition of three guys. Okay, here we go. They're they're traveling through the jungle. Mm -hmm. They get attacked and captured by a group of natives. Okay. They throw them in a big pit. Okay. And uh, the chief of the tribe comes over and mm-hmm. he goes, choose, takes the first guy, choose, death or oingo boingo. And he goes, well, I don't want to die, so I choose oingo boingo. Okay. They take him away and they hear the drums through the jungle in the middle of the night, all night long. And uh, finally they bring him back they throw him in the pit and the other guy's are like, what happened? He's like, oh. And he tells the tale about how they had their way with him. Mm. You know, it was, a, it was rough. Okay. And they. Chief comes, the second guy, and he goes, death or he goes, I don't want to die. Oingo boingo, oingo boingo. He chooses okay. oingo boingo. Same thing, same scenario So I So throw him back in the pit. What happened? Yep, same thing. They all, you know. So finally, the uh because the last guy, and he goes, he's the kind of the leader, of the expedition, yeah. and he goes, death or oingo boingo, and he goes, you idiots, I choose death. And he goes, he chooses death, death, death by oingo boingo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's good that's good I like it, <laughs> oh, like it. kind of goes the wrong way yeah, that's what that's I think right. of when i hear her name whatever okay, so. we go, we go.
2: there's a uh, little bit more of the uh, Oingo Boingo chick too Okay, okay. there she is right there you see her yes what's her shirt say uh, gays against guns and who's she standing next to uh, your favorite friend David Hogg that's right Oingo Boingo and the Hogg kid together wow well, you want to talk about coming yes, together that this. is literally Do you know a melting pot where is that building in the background?
3: Oh, I recognize that building. That's the NRA, NRA headquarters. NRA headquarters. Oh, I like her hat though. She's got
2: a Statue of Liberty crown on. Does that
3: mean that she climbed the whole the whole statue? They give you yeah. that when you climb.
2: That's okay, what they is do. A, yeah. Is
3: that the new attraction? That's what it is. Yeah, if you, When you the know, climb up. Attendance is low. So if you climb the Liberty, mm-hmm. you just get yep. a, a crown.
2: Yep. So uh, she was at David Hogg's anti NRA protest at the NRA headquarters where they were signing up people to vote.
3: Wow. That is the person you want to get behind. The one that says "MFers America, you fascist USA, you KKK, you drug addict.
2: Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the one that we want to mm-hmm. follow. Yep. Okay. That's it. Uh, so David Hogg's little, um, Hey, I'm not about politics and I support the second mm-hmm, amendment. Mm-hmm. I just want common sense yes. gun control. No, 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 you don't. You're absolutely about uh, politics and, and this is all um, to get uh, Democrats elected. Yes. That's all it says. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the guy is with him. Alex King? Uh, I don't know who that is. Is that uh, Stephen King's son? <clears throat> I don't think so. Okay. Oh, he's got a bunch of protest stuff up, too. So is he's, he he's going to be similar no, ilk. No, yeah. But Yeah. Uh, so that uh, kind of brings it all together there. Does it? And it's interesting, too, because... Um, This weekend, while she was out, uh, America, UMFers, and then going up to the NRA Mm -hmm. headquarters, that hog kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the hog kid is registering people to vote because
3: guns, guns, guns. Yes.
2: One of the places in America with the strictest gun laws had some of the worst gun violence over the weekend. Chicago, right? 63 people shot nine dead in Chicago in 48 hours. I think it's in uh, actually in 40 hours, there was 51 shot. They set a record for the number of people shot in like 30 hours there. So that part Hogg didn't mention. Unbelievable. And Rahm Emanuel, who is anti-gun, the guy is a leftist or whatever, is, um, is really under the, the microscope Wow. because the people of Chicago are like, how come this gun violence is still going on? Well, maybe approach it a different way, guys. How? Um, Do something different than what you've done. What you have done is have uh, an almost exclusive Democrat and progressive rule for decades upon decades. What? And progressive policies and anti-gun policies. So I'm just thinking maybe, maybe you pull back a little bit and say... You know, maybe we stop for focusing on the anti-gun rules and legislation and maybe we educate people. How about that? About the truth. Educate them how to uh, properly use firearms to protect themselves and defend the right for people to protect themselves. And then maybe you realize that um, people committing gun crimes or any crimes, it's not about the method that they commit the crime. It's not about that. mm It's about some extenuating circumstance. It is, I'm poor, and I don't have an education, and I don't see a way out. I'm depressed. I have mental issues. It's all of these things. If you could shoot somebody, you've got something else going on beyond, I just want to shoot somebody. There's something else to it. So Chicago, maybe you stop pandering and promoting a bunch of progressive ideas, and start with a little tough love, equal opportunity, and then you make it or don't. They could do that, but no, set another record. And at the same time, that was going on, there was a, uh, I think this was yesterday, a an outdoor uh, back to school event yeah. at uh, In a Titusville area park.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> It's Campbell Park and South Street. This was uh, around five in the evening. A guy, whom the police have still not identified, had apparently got into a fist fight with somebody at the park. And it was just a bunch of local people there just at the park, back to school event. Everybody partying. There was music and kids running about. Guy gets in a fist fight, leaves, comes back to the park with a gun, and begins firing
3: Unbelievable.
2: A licensed concealed carry holder Uh that happened to be at the park, took out his gun and shot this shooter in the head. Impossible. And stopped him instantly. Impossible, Doc.
3: How is that possible? You're supposed to call 911 and wait and hide.
2: Um, No, he didn't. And had had he done that, there likely would have been somebody that had been shot, maybe killed other than... This shooter. Now, the shooter, at last we know, was in, um, uh, yeah, he, he had life-threatening injuries, was flown to the hospital. I haven't gotten a status of him today. But this guy shot him once in the head. Boom. Took him out.
3: So, good people, law-abiding citizens can't save the world.
2: Right. With a gun. So, let me recap. Okay. Here ah, we go. America! U.M.F. A woman who immigrated from the Congo... And has the audacity to say those things about America, joins up with that hog kid from Parkland, Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. supposedly survived the Parkland shooting, to protest the NRA that stands up for First Amendment, or excuse me, Second Amendment rights. Meanwhile, a place that has had really stuck to strict gun laws sees yet again another weekend of a lot of gun violence. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, in Florida, where they have Stand Your Ground, even, yes. at a Titusville park, somebody starts shooting the place up. A law-abiding citizen, take, citizen takes out his gun and stops the guy. A good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy.
3: What more can you ask?
2: There it is. Yet that hog kid and oingo boingo, none of them will ever even be questioned about this stuff. What does the hog kid say about that? What does he say about Chicago. What does he have to say about um, what happened in Florida? It's Florida, after all. So you're going to comment on that? He's been critical of the laws in Florida. He's been critical of uh, the governor. Where are you? Answer it. Somebody ask him the question. Instead of just, uh, hey, we're CNN out here. going to tell you about this hog kid who's protesting the NRA. They signed up so many people to register to vote blue wave. Instead of doing that, maybe you uh, say, hey, did you see what happened at the Titusville Park? Um, does that change your mind you have anything to say on that comment on it challenge them on it nope absolutely not because they are just propagandists
0: this is the morning blaze with doc thompson only on the blaze radio network
2: with Doc Thompson. I tweet some crafting one myself.
3: (laughs) Get a sleeve of coke, please, saying, Miss Oingo Boingo speech makes me question everything about the Congo, including including their line.
2: (laughs) There it is. And he
3: has a gif of people doing the Congo line. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you got uh Abby Normal saying David Hoggs is oingo oingo. Oingo oingo <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got uh Wade Robinson saying, Hey Chicago, start shooting back. Yeah, that'll help a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I don't I don't get it. Like the, the amount of violence coming to Chicago
2: is incredible. It's yeah. crazy. Sign up for a uh, Patriot mobile account today if you haven't done so already, and you can actually fight against some of the stuff like Oingo Boingo and that hog kid. <laughs> I mean, they're at the NRA headquarters, for Pete's sake, trying to sign up people to vote. That was their goal. Yes. And it's it's typical hog fashion. It's not just trying to do some good based on what he believes in. Yeah. I don't agree with him, but I get his motivation of saying, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sign up people to vote. That's always a good thing for people to vote. Uh, Because of what he believes. Good. Where did he do it? He did it at the NRA headquarters to be an ass. Yeah. To be snarky. That's what he is. He's a bomb thrower while pretending to be that caring, sensitive guy. Mm -hmm. You want to fight against that uh, knucklehead and other knuckleheads like him? Sign up for that Patriot mobile account because they stand with the NRA. In fact, they support 15 conservative organizations like Gun Owners of America as well. The NRA, Heritage Foundation, the Susan B. Anthony List, and more to promote conservative change. They take a portion of the bill, the end of the month that you pay, a portion of it, and they give it back to some of those organizations. No extra cost to you or anything like that. So you get to support these conservative causes that you believe in. Just by switching to a Patriot Mobile account today, they have nationwide, super fast, great, reliable networks, um, unlimited talk and text plans start at just $20 a month. That's awesome. You can get select iPhones starting at only $4 a month. Hello. All that. All of that at PatriotMobile.com slash doc. At, um, At $4 a month. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one-size-fits-all no. now. Mm-mm. It works for you. Hurry and join Patriot Mobile. The offer is valuable, uh, valid while supplies last. So get those iPhones starting at just $4 a month. Make sure to uh, mention the promo code DOC and waive your activation fee when you join. It's PatriotMobile.com slash DOC or 800-APATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash DOC.
3: Ponytail lawyer do looks like a lady. Huh? Huh? Ponytail lawyer dude looks like a lady.
2: I'm just shocked you knew the song to get the tune right. Oh, I
3: like that song. Dude,
2: I like that like song. That's lady. from
3: Sumi Sumi or Sami. What are your name? It's you always tell me I'm not saying the name mm-hmm. right. Uh, you got Jacko Jedi saying Doc is willing to upset all fans of Danny Elfman, the talented frontman of Oingo Boingo is going to be a great week.
2: Here's the thing. Uh, I do like Oingo Boingo. So that's a song too. It's a group. Oh, it's a group. Yeah. Okay.
3: So not only Oingo Boingo is a <clears throat> joke. Yeah. Oingo Bongo is a group. Right. Okay. And you can,
2: for the joke purposes, I've heard it told other ways with others, but when it was first told to me, it was Oingo Bongo. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, do okay. something else there. Okay. But yeah, it was also an 80s group. Uh, you know the guy who writes a bunch of the scores, Danny Elfman? Oh, yeah, Doc. Really? He does scores for movies. I know. I know. Do you honestly know yes. who he is? I know
3: who he is. Why are you saying it like that? Because you felt like I didn't know who he was you are well, you saying? It with the high uh, voice,
5: like you
2: don't know what it. Like you're messing uh, with me.
3: I'm not. I know who he
2: is. It's Jenna Elfman's brother. I don't know who that is. She was in. Uh, she's an actress. Been in movies. Oh yeah, she's in EdTV. Yeah. yeah, she's a did you see Ed TV? No. Okay. Anyways, he had a band called Oingo Boingo. Oh. One of the things they did. Uh, they did the soundtrack for Weird Science. Did you ever see Weird Science? I don't know. Weird Science. Is it real? Weird Science. Can you My you sing creation. It for me? No, I cannot.
3: You can't sing it for me. I cannot.
2: That's but sad. it's a good song, yeah. Anyway, so no, that was not so much about Danny Elfman.
3: Ah, uh, okay. You got T.J. Toppin saying, "So glad Chris finally got my." Ch- oh crap! Never mind. I did not get your check. He said he. Let's
2: sent just me move a check. on. Yeah. Let's just move on.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, you got America First saying, "Ongo boingo is mother better than death."
2: <laughs> By the way, I just uh, retweeted the uh, Hog Kid uh, standing with. Oh, so uh, you stand with them no retweets are not an endorsement
3: uh okay
2: <clears throat> okay i just retweeted so people could yeah. see the hog what well, you want me to comment to?
3: i would like you to comment because that right now tells me that you support oh, what david Hogg just did please oh you just took it back i did i'm gonna i'm gonna wow you told wow you just told
6: me to do
5: it you
3: just got called out and you just flipped like just <laughs> like that <laughs> in a matter of one second you're like, oh okay i'll take it back not
2: even the stand happened? did you have estrogen shots over the weekend Is <laughs> I that did? What's going on that's what i'm uh, asking you were on that's that one
0: the on. morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. (laughs) For now.
2: Speaking of that hog kid, uh, we've got new information about the Parkland shooting. Did Did you you see see that? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness, Doc. There's a new report uh, that was commissioned by the Broward Public School System. and uh, It says that the Parkland killer asked the school for help Months before the attack, but the school denied the assistance that the school, he asked for mental health help and they denied him.
3: seems like a problem.
2: Yeah. uh, Let me lay out what happened here. The report was originally released, but it was heavily redacted. Why? Why? Why would this ever be redacted? The people have a right to know. You want to redact the kid's social security number? Fine. Fine. Done. Beyond that? No. What happened? Tell us when and where, as long as it's true. Yes. Now, if there's (coughs) speculation, well, one guy claimed that during the investigation, they heard that Mr. Johnson touched him when he was in the lavatory okay unsubstantiated a claim maybe you don't put that everything else that's factual you put it out there in the report you can put the conclusion that's fine Well the local newspaper down or an, a local newspaper in Florida ended up getting an unredacted version Good <clears throat> thank you the report concluded that the Broward County School District made two glaring mistakes when handling his behavioral issues ultimately failing to comply with the laws on the treatment of students with disabilities, because he was classified as a student with a disability. So they made two mistakes and it was illegal for them. They, they broke the law. In other words, they didn't follow the law when Mm. they made these mistakes. So the mistakes weren't just a guideline, a school policy or something that would have been swell. It's actually the law in Florida as well. Number one, according to the report, and again, this was commissioned by the Broward Public School System. Hmm. Hence the reason they released it redacted cuz yes. they it showed that they screwed up. Yes. And they didn't want that. So, number 1, district officials misstated the killer's educational options during his junior year when faced with the possibility of being moved from Marjorie Stone Douglas uh, to a, a school for troubled students. They They misstated his options. Wow. (laughs) Which led uh, to him refusing those special education opportunities. Wow. So they they put it as misstated, but they didn't tell him the truth. They didn't tell him him his options. No. Number two, when he asked the school to return to a different school, that's Cross Creek School. Now, Cross Creek School... Is one for troubled students. Okay, where he would have had the, the help exposure he and help he needed. Okay, in fact, they called it. It's they. It's listed in the report as a quote therapeutic environment. Okay, and it does have some of those. Uh, he would have access to some of those resources. Mm-hmm. So, when he asked, he asked them, "Can I go to Cross Creek? It's for troubled students, so I can get the help or whatever." Makes sense. Um, Reasonable they, request. They didn't follow through. Of course
3: they didn't. Here's the kid literally, literally asking for help.
2: Now, I will give some benefit of the doubt to the school and those officials who screwed up. Okay. Why? None of them obviously really believed he would be capable of going and shooting up the school or would likely murder somebody. Because if anyone really believed that, they would be going, yes, yes, we'll get you help. It's still unexpected, and I'm sure they're faced with hundreds of these, and guess what? Nobody ever commits mass murder, but he did ask. He did tell them that he was having some issues. Mm -hmm. I want to go here. This would be whatever. So because of the district's missteps, he had no school counseling that he was able to get. Mm -hmm. He had no other special education services. Mm. that he is legally entitled to, Wow! that are in place at Cross Creek and other resources. So, it's the law. He is legally entitled to it under the law. The resources are in place. They're available. And he asked for some of them. He got none of them in the 14 months leading up to the killings. See, he... He asked for them over a year, 14 months before the massacre. The massacre that he committed was on uh, Valentine's Day of mm-hmm. 2018. Yep. He dropped out of school in February of 2017. Okay. He had dropped out after he had asked them a couple months before. Oh, okay. Okay. And they're like, nope, sorry, and didn't handle it, whatever. So mm-hmm. he drops out. So a couple months goes by. Not only did he not get what he had requested, not only did they not help him, it led two months later to him dropping out of school in February of 2017. Oh. So then he's on his own for a year. For a year. And when he dropped out of school, he went and bought that AR-15 that wow. he used to murder those students at Parkland. Wow. <clears throat> it gets worse. Oh, no. Just a little bit worse. The Broward superintendent, Robert Runcie. Mm-hmm had previously stated okay. prior to this report that this kid turned 18 and rejected special education placement. Oh, crap. The district, uh, he said, could no longer provide him with the service given to students is with emotional and behavioral disabilities. But that's what he said. Wow. According to this, he asked for the help. The superintendent said he turned 18 and rejected their help. Wow. Now, I'll also give the superintendent some benefit of the doubt here. Maybe at 18, he did reject something they offered. Mm -hmm. That has not been proven to me. That's just a statement from the superintendent. But as not to be on a witch hunt and have some vendetta against the superintendent, I'll offer it. Show me the proof. This shows me. And it's from multiple resources. They have proof as part of this report that he was denied the services that he requested. Mm -hmm. So who's the counselor that talked to him? Hmm. Were there multiple ones? Yeah. You didn't realize that he was troubled? Wow. Hey, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's get some more answers here. But superintendent, if it is found out that you just lied about this, you have to go. You have to be fired. That may not be enough punishment. No. Again, no one expects any kid to ever get to the point of mass murder. No. And ultimately, he is the only one responsible. Yes. School, the counselors, the superintendent, the other school officials, they are not responsible for those deaths, period. He is. The one who pulled the trigger, Nicholas Cruz, he's the one who did it, Mm -hmm. period. He's a murderer. But it may have been preventable. Yeah. What systems have you in place now? What, what have you done now since then? Are the schools secure for the 2018-2019 school year? <laughs> have you put up metal detectors? Bulletproof glass. What, uh, what are you changing with regard to students who go, hey, I'd like to go to the other school. Similar situations. It's been my experience when you deal with bureaucrats, when, he, when you deal with these uh, systems that are in place, certainly with government, uh, nothing ever changes. No. They say it does. Look at the VA. What happens? What do they do? We're going to fire somebody. We're going to get to the bottom of this and nothing changes. Do your own research on the VA and realize every couple of years, the stories come out and people say, oh, we're going to get to the bottom. Somebody gets fired and nothing changes. According to um, the consultant's report, it shows that Cruz himself requested a return to the special education and his request went nowhere. The superintendent wants to position it as Cruz rejected those, the, that placement and that help. Unbelievable. So,
3: Does this change anything?
2: It should, it should absolutely change because we had heard the reports right after that he had been in trouble. He was a troubled kid, troubled kid. And he had maybe had some counseling or denied counseling. There was something in there. And then,
3: and then they also say, well, he turned 18, so he can't do anything about it. He's an adult.
2: But think about this. So he, he drops out at 18. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whatever. But he asked for it a couple months earlier. Mm-hmm. So if they had said, you know what? Let me see about getting you in. A, we're going to do this. Had somebody found a way to get him in. Mm-hmm. And by the all of the other kids in the school said, yep, we knew it was him.
3: Yeah. So you know that the kid has a record <clears throat> and has a reputation of being a troubled kid.
2: When they asked, when they said, yep, shooting's going down. They all said it's this kid. Oh, it is they him. knew who it was going to be. Yep. That means... Everybody knew that he was the most likely for something like this. Sure. A lot of times people go, that kid's going to be the one that kills people. And And it never happens. We all had him in the school. Absolutely. But that shows he was one of your most troubled students. Forget that he was capable of doing this for a moment. He was one of the most troubled. So had any counselor said or learned what the students all knew, wow, this kid's really got some issues and taken the steps necessary to get him in Cross Creek, yep. some counseling along the way. He may not have dropped out. No, no he may not have. He may, may have gotten help
3: from the <laughs> trouble school.
2: This kid's a murderer. Yes. And that's wrong. And I am not, I am not, you know, taking that lightly. He must be held accountable. Murder is wrong. Nobody wants to be the murderer, though. Nobody wants to be the social pariah uh, to be a murderer. I use this example. If God, at the moment of your birth or conception, says, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a moment of consciousness, then to give you, here you go, kid. You're going to grow up. You're going to be born. Here's how this works. What do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Could I be a mass murderer that everybody hates? Sure. No one's gonna say that. No. You're gonna say I want to be loved. I want yes. to be famous and yes. comfortable and rich and influential. Whatever it is, I want to. Yeah. You're gonna say that. So no one helps. No one, you know, would want that. So here he is, a kid who dropped out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Obviously, a troubled kid. Yeah. Mental health problems. Yeah. And it could have been different for By
3: him. By the way, the Broward superintendent makes six figures, Doc. <clears throat> Six figures. A deal that they did in 2017 could bring him up to $335,000. Holy moly. $335,000 and we'll get a raise of $28,000. Doc Thompson? Wow. When was the last time you had a raise of $28,000?
2: Chris, I have never had a raise of $28,000, just so you know. (sighs) Yeah.
3: I think we're in the wrong business.
2: (laughs) Yeah, apparently being an incompetent superintendent is the way to go. is that the way to go? Yes. Hey, uh, we have an update on that Sarah Jong to the, uh, the new editorial board member of the New York Times. Oh, she got fired? No, she did not. Ooh. but We do have an update. First of all, uh, we have some audio of her. Oh, we have no. a little audio clip of her because that's going to surface as well. You know how this <laughs> yes. works, right? Remember, oh. uh, we said she should not yes. be fired. It's similar in nature to gun. Yes. Uh, James, it, Gun. James Gunn, that was the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which all the actors have come out and defended again. Yeah. The yeah. guy who plays Dax went big over the oh, weekend yeah. on it and said, yep. um, the Guardians of the Galaxy will uh, not be the same. He's only going to do the third because he has a contract to do it. And then called out the people who are attacking him. Who's the guy who originally went after the tweets? Um, <clears throat> uh, who found all of James Gunn's oh. tweets? Can't think of his name. Anyways, he called him out and all of his supporters. The difference, though, with Gunn, he's not a pedophile. No. That anyone can prove. They can. Pr- so, yes. therefore, he's not a pedophile. Mm-hmm. He made some inappropriate and offensive to many people jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. There's no reason to believe he really believes any of that stuff. He's not out there working for NAMBLA. He's not out there working, um, you know, on behalf of uh, pedophilia. He's not out there campaigning for pedophilia. He's not writing articles or producing movies that says, hey, pedophilia should be legal. He's not doing any of that. He cracked wise. Yes. And even though I said Sarah Jong, of course, should not be fired. No. The difference with her, she is out there working against white people and white men. She is. He hates them. She does. She does. Have issues with them, maybe hates too strong. Okay, but she believes that the world is giving white men a pass. She's a out. The- hand;
3: they're dealt a better hand,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah. And how do we know this? Because here is what she said while speechifying:
1: Everything is implicitly organized around um, how men see the world, and and not just men, how white men see the world. Um, and this is this is a problem. This is why. So
2: many things suck. This is why so many things suck because the world, uh, the white white men run everything. They have a better hand, they're a better situation, which is absolutely not true. <laughs> no, um, that is absolutely not true. Let me. Is, I'll give you one way. Can right you give here, give me an example, Doug. Please, please. <clears throat> Let's say Chris, you are a single man, which you're not because you're getting married. Okay. Let's say you're a single man. Okay. And you um, you call up your buddy, let's just say Sarah. Okay. And you go, hey, would you like to go out Saturday night? Let me hook up and go somewhere. And she's like, yeah, sure. And you go, okay, I'll see you at eight o'clock. Plans are done. At that moment, Sarah knows whether or not she's having sex Saturday night. Yes. You do not know if you're having no. sex in, until Sunday. Yes. <laughs> And you're like, wow, I had sex last night. <laughs> or you say, yes. I didn't have sex last night. Yes. yes. White men run the world? Oh, I think not. <laughs> you know what men like a lot? What? Sex. Yes. In fact, sex is a, a driving force for men. Yes. Um, this is one of their uh, main focuses in life. Yes. Some men want to become rich and famous and powerful for the purpose of, of sex. Having a lot of sex. Okay. Um, some people would argue that is the primal focus. Mm. I wouldn't dispute that. And yet, again, you call up, say you want to out oh, Saturday night. You do not know until after the date's over whether or not you're going to have sex. She's in control. Absolutely. Just one small little way. But <clears throat> she would have you believe that you're men run the world. Mm-hmm. And whites? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you say cracker and honky on the air? Yeah. Can you say the N-word on the air? How
3: dare you? Doc, as a white male, how's your success? Because you are oogles of successfulness, and everything's just thrown at you. Woman, just throw at yourself. You got money flying. How's that? How's that life?
2: Everything in my life is bad right now. How was your weekend, Doc? Horrible. But you're
3: white male. It yeah, should I be know. great. Last
2: weekend, the week before that was horrible. And, and my week, horrible. Yeah, every... Everything in my life is some level of horrible right now. Hmm. Even health wise, in my family, uh, horrible. This Name something. Like- Finances, horrible.
3: This does not sound mm-hmm. good.
2: No, it's horrible across the board. Yeah. Hmm. So um, And it's been like this for months. So, yeah, everything horrible. Yeah. So, white male, you think it'd be better, but no, it's not. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, one other. You remember Candace Owens? Who is Candace yes, Owens? Yes, Candace
3: Owens is a black conservative out of uh, Turning Point USA.
2: Right. Over the weekend, she took Sarah Jong's tweets. Yes. Uh, retweeted them in her own words. Yes. Like, just like copied and pasted. Yep. Like was, sometimes, right. But changed the word uh, black, excuse me, white to black. Yes. She was suspended by Twitter. Automatically. It was, boop, suspended. Done. Suspended by Twitter for saying exactly what this Candace Jong said. Not only was, or excuse me, Sarah Jong. Uh, Sarah Jong was not only not suspended from Twitter, she got hired by the New York, New York Times.
3: Times. Editorial.
2: Right. So, it seems to be what you would call a double standard. Yes. If uh if you don't like double standards, there's not much I can do with you if I did every day. If you don't like double chins, I can help you out. <laughs> That's good. Riduzone. That's good. Is that good? That's good. You can avoid that double chin or get rid of your double chin by signing up or ordering Riduzone today by going to riduzone.com. It's a weight loss supplement that helps you lose weight because it makes you feel full and it helps you burn more calories because it gives you a booster of metabolism. Riduzone is brand new tech. It's only been out there a couple of years and it's just starting to catch on. I believe in the next year or so, it is going to be everywhere because it is so good. It works so well. Riduzone. Get it. now. Start it now. As soon as you start, you're going to start losing. Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get all the details of how it works and the science and tech behind it at riduzone.com. Just know this. If you order it today and you get it in the next couple of days and you start within a couple of months, you could be at your ideal weight. You're talking just four, six, eight weeks away and you would be down to where you want to be. Riduzone.com.
0: Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
2: All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of The Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that Lyndon Johnson had a war on poverty, Reagan had a war on drugs, and Trump has a war on sport. Sports? Sports. No, sport. Okay. Just one, just one of them, Just LeBron. One. Okay. We learned that Maduro's anger level after the assassination attempt is at a Six.
3: <laughs> wow, that's some high what's, level right there. What,
5: what's is,
2: your angle level? A six. six. Round, Round up six, six of people. the usual Just suspects. Six, six. Just pick six people. Go get them. Go, go About go. this guy, I don't yeah. care. Six. Somebody's gonna pay. That's good. And finally, I learned that uh, Brian Stetler, Stelter. I didn't Stella. learn his name. I know that. No, you did not. We learned that Brian Stelter is the Costanza of CNN. <laughs> <laughs> stelter <laughs> Chris Cruz what if anything did you learn today well it
3: looked like Bon Steller is using a page from Jim Acosta's victim book
2: he really is he had, yep, yep. Yeah, it's, wow that's really good
3: you know and over the weekend uh, Chicago met and said how can we join the Guinness World Records <laughs> crime is like here hold my AK-47 <laughs> <laughs> what if anything did the listeners learn today uh, Stinky saying that's not a haiku For the Congo lady, that's not a haka. Yeah, TJ Topping saying this Congo lady is not happy here. Let's help her
2: find a new place. Is there any place that comes to mind? Because she really doesn't like America. Uh, She needs to go back to the Congo. Oh, what a great idea! Uh, Christopher, can you hear her now? Congo, you mother! (laughs) (laughs) Congo, you racist! No, over there she'd be like, attention, people. Allow me to speechify. Uh, Pinky Pinky up! up. Apparently, you're racist.
3: Uh, Chris Christopher saying, uh, Chris Cruz Polish, the morning blaze. <laughs> what is it
2: talking about? What
3: Polish. You, no, it Polish. That clearly was Polish, doc. And Rocky saying, Sarah, Sarah, I can't take you seriously with that pink hair.
2: No, I know. I can't take <laughs> her seriously either. At all. Regardless of the pink hair. <laughs> hey, I didn't get the new numbers of procrastination. Uh, we can do them tomorrow. What else do we have coming up? Building America, and I'm going to teach you guys something. Oh, no. And what is Glenn have coming He's up? He's talking to
3: Representative Jason Lewis from What Minnesota. is he wearing? Flavors. Lots of flavors.
2: Flavors? Hmm. Remember, The Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production, Six Emperor Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you, you are. Anya, now, you go home. Just get ready.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag #WhatILearnedToday. I Learned Today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.